Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What did you think yeah. about Spider-Man Far From Home? Batman. Batman? Yeah. He wasn't in this movie. Yeah, that's Really? Should we go back out there and watch some TV? No. <laughs> Are you going to replace Dylan? Yeah. Are you going to replace Kirkland? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Are you going to replace Taylor, too? Yeah. <laughs> so it's just going to be you and me? Yeah. That's pretty good, then. <laughs> What's up, Flash Mob? <laughs> so good. Kind of look like the original Flash with that haircut, though. Do you? A bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll I guess take your word for it. I don't think you're tall enough, though. Oh, Ooh. me looks yeah. like the original Flash. Yeah. Okay, I thought you meant Tony Ravioli. I'm like, oh. I don't think so. No, he's like completely. <laughs> Is his different. last name actually Ravioli? It's Rivioli or something, but wow, that's <laughs> <racist>. Ravioli. <laughs> that would um, be a sick last. Tony name. Ravioli. Are you guys ready? Taylor Fettuccini. Yeah. Taylor Fettuccini Fields. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 294th episode of the Geek First pa- Podcast. Uh, I am the web shooter, Trask Now I am the night monkey, Dylan Muss. I am your friendly neighborhood caster, Kirkland nice. Pastor. I am even... Uh, oh, no, I butchered it. Fudge nuggets. Uh, oh, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. Even dead, I'm the Taylor Field. Mm. Okay. Okay. I like okay. my acronyms. I just want to say, Kirkland, your name has been so relevant, like a lot lately. I've been like a lot. <laughs> I foresaw this. I was like Feige when he was making the first Iron Man. I just foresaw this. The whole the whole in game series. The whole <laughs> That's impressive. If you haven't guessed by the title or our nicknames, we are reviewing Spider Man Far From Home. We are gonna do a review and then I'm gonna say three, two, one. Dylan's gonna say Geek vs. Assemble, and then we're gonna jump into spoilers. Before we get into that, we got tons of stuff coming up. We got the Tarantino retros starting this week, and the first episode is launching. So if you've liked other retros, check that one out. Lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> when we're very close to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, so that's the lead up yeah, to that this month. So we'll be doing uh, the retro that a rankings episode. You know the classic what you expect in a retro geek goodness with some you know we're like foggy we have plans it's you know? really it's been a fun retro so far mm-hmm. just yeah. a real yeah. lot of passion yeah. behind the conversations mm-hmm. and you go patreon and get all those early right now i think we've done we've got three left yeah we got three left still to do but if not you can get all of them um yeah almost all of them i don't know why mm-hmm. i said all of them five times <laughs> in a row so that's awesome <laughs> gotta wait for hateful eight <laughs> uh the big thing july 19th our four-year 24th anniversary marvel ultimate alliance three stream comic-con we got tons of stuff going on that weekend hunka hunka's back mm-hmm. we're covering news we got um uh, the superhero draft the third annual now i think we're at third yes. yeah third one so we got tons of contact that weekend but the most importantly we're doing a 24-hour stream it's gonna be tons of fun check it out marvel ultimate alliance we're very excited mm-hmm. uh if you go to our social media, there's a very great poster that Taylor Field made. Very, very good. So that's very really good. Quality. Mm. And then... Um, <laughs> it's up and running? The poster is is up? Uh, it will be once this cast is live. Gotcha. This is kind of like the official, you know, we've been talking about this is the announcement. Go watch. It's going to be tons of fun. Mm-hmm. Starting uh, Friday morning-ish. Yeah, yeah. We'll hit you at the exact time once we know. we got to just find out Kelowna and game stores and et cetera, yep. et cetera. And then lastly but not least, if you have, you got about... At the time this being recorded, you got about a few more days to send some questions because next year is our or next year, next week is our four year anniversary cast. We're gonna do the same thing we do as always. We do Q and A with each other, but we also take questions from the fans. Thanks everyone that sent them in this mm-hmm. year from Twitter, Facebook, Patreon. We have a, definitely the most we've ever had. Tons of questions, yeah. you know, about uh, a lot of Marvel and, questions. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know we're in phase two, they're in phase going to phase four. <laughs> you know, people are just feeling the hype. So. <laughs> Uh, we just got tons of stuff coming in this month, so you just want to hit that subscribe button. If you like what we do, review us on iTunes because we are 80 away to possibly hitting our next milestone, which uh, we can't reveal yet, but it would be great if you did that. So please leave a written review if you like what we're about to do or what we've done. Taylor, do you need to say something you look like, uh, Rod or not? I had a few things I need to say. Oh, Rod or not? Oh, I, I've called Ruben out again on that, and he's like, yo, it's done, but there's things I need to nitpick and finish. I'm like, okay, give me a time frame. Mm. And he's like, I can't give you a time frame. <laughs> well, Damn. well, shit. What but else you got to promote? Another thing I got to promote, the X-Men poll. Uh, you know, it's at the semifinal round right now, uh, mm-hmm. and finals are going to be starting off here, and it's looking like uh, I think Wolverine's going to take yeah, the cake here. Yeah, boy. Is he? Uh, he's got a lead by like 10 votes, I think, Ooh, against that. It was really close. an hour really left. Close. Yeah, only an hour left. I forgot um, to vote. But then after that, it'll be, yeah, Magneto versus dark phoenix will mm-hmm. be pretty crazy um and another thing i want to shout out we are getting close to august mm-hmm. it is next month now officially and 
Kelowna Comic Con officially. officially will be happening, and Geekverse will be there in some shape or form. So. I know Taylor's worried, but after July 19th, that will be the pin post for the entire month till Comic Con. Oh, fantastic. Yes, I know cool. he's, I know I can see him over there frothing at the mouth. Like, why is it not the pin post? He, We went to the Comic Con, got the announcement, what, in like December, and he made that the pin post. I'm like, uh, August is that not. December? Whenever you did, it was like, <laughs> it was like December. over six months till the Comic Con, you made the pin post. Like, we got to wait. Like, Endgame's out right now. Got to get the hype. <laughs> and then lastly, you can go check it out. But we said we would announce the winner here of the Spider-Man fan draft. Where I'm oh, not going to yeah. announce all the castings, everything like that. Go check out. That's the episode previous. But we picked seven characters that we'd like to see further in the MCU casted. Uh, it was a wild ride. There's some runaways. There's, um, uh, I would say, upsets. But so we had a Big kind of tying across the board. You had Kirkland Patzer who ran away at the Jonah Pole, and then Hobgon squeaked by. I'm not going to say who did who they cast. That's why you go check out the cast. But you mm-hmm. won the Jonah and Hobgon Pole. Awesome. Dylan won the uh, Norman and the uh, Uncle Ben one, which I was surprised. I had oh, a nice yeah. lead there, and then you took it. Sure did. I had Doc Ock and Craven, so it was a nice three-way tie because Taylor over here won Black <laughs> Cat somehow <laughs> until today because somehow... Dylan must took a nice lead, oh. and Ooh. with only nine votes, his black cat got the win. So with a two-two for me and Kirkland, Dylan must up there with the three. Wow. He won the Spider-Man fan cast. Uh, that's two Thank in a row for fans. you. Thank you to the fans. Thank you to the fans because you guys gave me that win. Yeah, it's a win for all of us. I was pretty salty. I was like, really I'll accept, you on the win I'll accept that three-way tie. But yeah, you, uh, you, you and Briggs won the X-Men one, and then uh, now the. Spider-Man one. So let's see if you win uh, we'll the Batman see. one. Yeah, the Batman one, one, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little more off the wall. Yeah, but enough foreplay. Let's get into Spider-Man Homecoming. Shit. Spider-Man Far From Home. I know that they them the homes. Who wants to start off with their review? Non-spoilers. Uh, I can start. Okay. I can start. Um, okay. I guess one more, one more thing to mention is, obviously, if you're on this cast, you're probably interested in Spider-Man. We got you covered. We have oh, yeah. retros for all of the, all of the live-action movies, Toby. And the other guy's name, I forget. Uh, <laughs> the 90s animated show and the Spider-Man game. So go check out all that stuff yeah. if you want more Spider-Man action. We have you covered. Uh, and so as I just mentioned, like, you know, I've spent a lot of time watching Spider-Man stuff in the last couple of years. And it's been a lot of fun. And Spider-Man's really, I mean, he's always been a, a character that I really like. But he's become one of my favorites just going through all this separate content. And Mysterio is one of my favorite villains from the animated show. He's such a fun character. And I really wanted Jake Gyllenhaal, so it's just like all, all the things I wanted were, you know, coming to fruition with this movie. And I would say, I would say it lived up to it somewhat, but I have to say I am a bit disappointed in a few things with this movie. I think there's some like weird writing. There's some really weird choices, like uh, generally like the classmates, like you know his, his friends and like the teachers and stuff. They have a lot of screen time in this movie, and I feel like there could have been some other stuff to go into had they chosen to but instead they put a lot of focus on those characters which i think is fine like it was it mostly worked for me but it just you got to wonder if that was like what they should have done with the time they were given uh there's a couple characters that kind of fall a little short because of that but i I think the main thing that i was excited for is mysterio just to see what they're going to do with this character there is the trailer like really the i guess through different trailers like there's so many different directions they could have taken the character and what they ended up doing in the movie, I was incredibly satisfied with. I, I love the character from like the effects and some of the scenes, but then also just like the character backstory and stuff. I just thought it was all really fun. Uh, I would say like maybe the last like ten percent 
and the first 10% of the character I wasn't a big fan of. So like the very start and the very end, but everything in the middle, I, I really, really liked. So while it wasn't like a perfect, a perfect adaptation, I guess I, I was still really satisfied with it. Uh, as for our main man, Spidey himself, I think he, he was really fun in this movie. Really, really good progression for his character. But I guess just some of the relationships and the connections to him, I felt were, I don't know, maybe a little poorly done or a little underutilized. Um, but overall, I was pretty happy with it. I still had, still had fun watching it. I, I think it kind of, it's very, very close to Homecoming for me. Like Homecoming is a movie that, honestly, each time I rewatch it, it doesn't really get better for me. It, it either like stays the same or like there's kind of, I don't I guess it's not as exciting as I want it to be. Like it's not as rewatchable as... I would really hope it is, or as I was, as I would hope it should be for how much I like the Spider-Man character. But I just find that there's some things in that movie that aren't really all that interesting. Like it's a very basic kind of story, and I think this one is a lot more interesting. And there's a lot in this movie that, like, looking forward, does some really interesting stuff for the world and the characters. So I'm really excited to see it going forward. But uh, overall, I do have a, a few cons that go along with all the pros in this one. So I think I'm feeling. I'm I'm happy with it, and I'm definitely excited to rewatch. I think it will have me more rewatchability than than Homecoming if I had to base my prediction off of one viewing. Um, but I think I just wanted a little bit more from, yeah. from my man Spidey, who I've spent so much time with in the last couple of years. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take it from there. Um, yeah, a little backstory quick. Uh, Spider-Man's for always been my favorite superhero. I. I didn't watch, like, the 90s animated TV show. Like, when I was growing up, I was mostly watching, like, the one from the 60s. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Jesus, you're yeah. watching that one. Oh, wow. yeah. Another so, classic. Yeah, I just... I remember waking up, like, <laughs> right before school just so I could watch a few episodes <laughs> of that. Like, I just fell in love with it. The theme song is so iconic. And, uh, yeah, it was just awesome. But, yeah, uh, from that adaptation, I just grew... I just fell in love with that character. And here we are today. He's a part of the Feige universe. Mm-hmm. And just... Uh, feige verse. But, yeah, um... So yeah, uh, if you throw in all like the recipes that they had in this movie of like Mysterio, which I didn't think I would ever see him in a live action Spider-Man movie before. And I was just, I was blown away, especially since we saw him like in the trailer, how they, I'm really happy. uh, Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Just his look in general and how they did the fishbowl. Because like in the show or in the comics, it's just like a white bowl. So Mm. it's like, how the hell would they do that (laughs) in a show? But like, I really like that they did with like the fog or like the little like mysticism to it. And uh, yeah, I was just, I was over the moon with uh, Mysterio in general. Just his look and everything about him. Um, if you guys tuned into Travis's and I cast a while ago, we were really speculating whether he was, oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Whether, yeah. <laughs> whether, maybe, whether he was the Put main the villain, on that one, whether yeah. he was the main villain or not, I'll just uh, I'll, I'll do that. But uh, and you like where it went? I think maybe where you're yeah, trying to go. Exactly. But you're about to say I, spoiler. Jeez, I'm like sweating. I almost <laughs> almost put a Tom Holland right there. <laughs> <laughs> we would have to restart he this cast. It. I think we're not yeah, live anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Lose all our sponsors. Everybody's done. Yeah. All so, of our sponsors. That was, uh, yeah, yeah. That was a near Extra miss. life won't let us donate the money in November. We don't want <laughs> dirty oh, <no>. money. <laughs> hey, our money. viewership just goes down. Yeah. Um, but no, just the movie in general. I uh, I thought it was lots of fun. I agree with Dylan. It's definitely like borderline homecoming for me. It's not a perfect spider-man movie and it's not my favorite spider-man movie and Mm -hmm. i don't even know if i can say it's like one of my favorite spider-man movies but it's just 
Tom Holland is, in my eyes, the perfect Spider-Man. It's the perfect casting. He is the perfect Peter Parker. He's the perfect Spider-Man when he's in the suit. He just has the perfect quips. He's got the Queen's accent. He looks like he's 16. <laughs> like, it's just so many... Just so many things are perfect when it comes to that character for me, from my point of view. So, I'm just over the moon anytime I get to see him in that suit and everything. So, um, he just... He carried it big time for me. And then Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. He was, he was definitely great. Mm-hmm. I... I was not disappointed whatsoever. I'm excited to go into spoilers, big time. <laughs> and uh, we can tell you, yeah. almost, almost <laughs> I'm, <yeah>. there. <laughs> but uh, overall, I definitely have some cons, and we'll we'll probably go into more of that once you guys do your overviews. Oh, your overalls, you know, your mm. overviews. But uh, yeah, I was overall, I was, I was really happy with this movie. Nice. And yeah, I I will go because you know, yeah, I, you will. I always assume Taylor is <laughs> do it. Unpredictable. Positive, so yeah. yeah, you never know. Uh, so. I think, you know, you know me if you're a long-time fan. If not, you got to sit with me. But I love my analogies, so I'm going to use one here. Let's so th- go. This movie is like a, a burger, you know? I don't eat meat anymore, but a nice Beyond Meat burger. And the thing is, there's lots of great burger joints out there in the world. And let's say Spider-Man Far From Home is a restaurant. I went there. I ate it. I quite liked it, but it's not one of my favorites. It's not one that if I could pick anywhere to go, I'm going to go to that one. It's like when you're traveling on the road and you're waiting, you're waiting. You're like, oh, I see. Something. Okay, I like that one. But it has some stuff in the burger where it's like, oh, really nice ripe tomatoes. But the lettuce and a little not so great. Or like that sauce I use, not the greatest. It's not a prime burger. It doesn't have just a complete package. And that's what this is for me. Uh, I love things about uh, this movie, but I don't love this movie. And I think it's now, and I think there's two sides to the coin. There's one that I can full admit that I think I'm just not a big fan of this adaptation of Spider-Man. It's not to the extent of like a Jared Leto joke where it's like, oh, this is awful. It's just they do things that, hey, it's not really for me, or they do things, I've said this a million times, so I'm sorry, but I just feel like they do things to just really try to be different, and sometimes I think it hurts them. So that's one thing flat out where I think some stuff they do do very well, but I'm just not a fan of it. But then on the flip side, there's stuff that um, whether it is the new adaption or whether it's just old school stuff that they don't really do well. And there's some kind of lazy writing in this movie. And it's kind of weird. Then I don't know if I chalk that up to being a Sony partnership as well, because it sometimes feels like it's not an MCU. It feels like those Mm Spider-Man of even Maguire and uh, Garfield. Just like, oh, that didn't make sense. Or that was like even Venom, like stuff when you're like, why would they do this? And that's what I feel. Nowhere. There's nowhere near the quality of Venom. But it's just (laughs) like this uh, things that I feel that are usually the MCU so tight and put together this didn't have that uh for some pros tom holland he's perfect he's i wish i could take him and put him in those toby movies even though the toby <laughs> movies are not perfect but just like i'd love to see him in these ones because i just obviously i prefer most of those but he's perfect he does everything well uh, ultimate spider-man is my favorite spider-man in the comics and he's kind of that vein so he pulls off that and the peter parker so well we've talked about him and since civil war so there's not much more to say on him other than just he knocks out of the park again he's fantastic it's funny that this movie has a theme of they want him to be the new Iron Man because it does feel like that where Iron Man's soul films for me are not that great other than the first one and then I love them in the team ups and that's kind of what I have with Spider-Man where yeah. I love them in Civil War I love them yeah. in Infinity War but the movies are they're good they're not awful I really and I know I'm going to sound negative I really enjoyed parts of this movie and loved especially the second half I feel the second half yeah, is really time. strong in this movie the first half I feel they either like what Dylan was saying they could have focused on some stuff or they could have just cut some stuff I know oh, yeah. like this movie Absolutely. Is, this yeah. movie is only two hours but that beginning and I'm someone that like slow stuff but it felt slow it dragged for quite a while and i think the other thing that sucks uh, for me is the humor didn't hit as much so i Mm -hmm. think if you found almost humor i feel like they use the same joke a lot lot, yeah Yeah. and i feel like if you liked humor then the beginning wasn't slow because you're laughing so much and that's the thing i'm same as uh, these two over here where it's so 
tough to me a place against homecoming because there's things i really like about homecoming and dislike and it's almost the reverse in this one because i find homecoming way more funnier than this but then the romance in this is way better than anything that happened in homecoming uh mysterio they did perfect but then i also think keaton's performance is a bit better just because i think he gets some more meteor stuff yeah. but then mysterio as an entity is perfect I, I don't know when but i feel like whenever we start this podcast i've been talking about years i've wanted to see mysterio mysterio is one of my favorites and and that's the thing at the end of the day i will rewatch this movie a bunch because they gave me what i feel is pretty much a perfect adaption of what i'd yeah. want mysterio and they could have went many routes but they just knocked that out of the park so there is some great things in here i made a list of any non-spoiler stuff uh martin star who plays a teacher i just love that character yeah. so much we're getting to spoilers but he's just so good um I won't say that's maybe it's a bit too spoilery. I love the well. I won't say I liked the score a lot better this one than the first one. I'm still not a fan of it. Still lower tier. I put the all everything, the game, the movies, Raimi and McGuire up there, and Garfield. But this one actually has tracks I'm listening to specifically. Mysterio's theme is great. Anytime he'd show up, fantastic. I was bike riding to it today. Uh, let's see anything else. No, I don't think anything else non spoiler. So yeah, I, I I enjoyed the movie quite a bit. But uh, I, I didn't love a lot of things in here. And there was some kind of lazy writing, poor editing. And, and this is very hyperbolic. But it, it does make me a little worried with the X-Men coming. Because I just kind of worry I love X-Men so much. And I'm... You know, I don't want to get this treatment where it's like we got to be different or we mm, got to do this. Yeah. And, you know, and and Spider-Man, it's not as important as X-Men, but he's one of my favorite characters. If you don't know, I have my daughter is named after a Spider-Man character. So I love Spider-Man. And this her name is Peter. In case you're yeah, yeah, she's going to hate me when she's <laughs> older. But uh, yeah, so I enjoy this movie again. It's one I will rewatch in the future. And I would not, it's not the worst Spider-Man by far, but it's definitely not the best. So I'm excited to get into spoilers and be more specific about my problems. So, but definitely kind of that mid, mid-lower tier MCU for me. And we're going to do a rankings episode for Comic-Con. So, yeah, that's going to be fun. Of the Infinity Saga. So Taylor, take us away in this non-spoilers. So uh, I'm going to, earlier, I don't think it was on the cast, but I said I'd one up uh, Kirkland's story here. Um, so... For a theater experience. Yeah. He did, experience. I, I didn't actually mention my story for the viewers. Just yeah. so. Can I mention it real quick? Super annoying. Yeah. Super annoying preteens that were just talking during the So movie. me. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Thank you for summing that up real quick. You got a timbit in your mouth, so I'm trying to help I you I appreciate out. it, yeah. <laughs> I should have just let you talk for me. Taylor, just let you drown over there. So... <laughs> Uh, the theater was pretty packed, and me and Madison, you know, we were sitting there, and just there's people in the theater. You just know in the previews that they're going to be talking. <laughs> you know, you can just you can tell. And there was a group of three of them. There was two girls, one guy. They're about 15 years old or something like that. And you know, you just I think in you know the first opening kind of period for Marvel movies, you don't piss off the fans. There's diehards in the theater, and I could sense it. There's but I I knew like okay, I'm gonna have to probably say something to these kids, just how it goes, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the, the lights dimmed and the opening scene popped in, literally within five seconds, they were still chatting. And the guy in front of them, he's got his glasses on and everything. He immediately turns around and says, can you shut the fuck up, please? Can you please shut the fuck up? <laughs> and I kid you not, people, some guy in the top left like corner. Like with the F-bomb included. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Oh, yeah. He guy really emphasized the f- <laughs> he did. He did. He was laying it out. He said "fuck" three times. Told them to shut up, like or be quiet. Like, can you guys shut the or yeah? Can you guys shut the fuck yeah, up, yeah, please? Yeah, he had yeah. it, please. But he said okay, it, he had it, the please. It's all yeah, good. He said now. it a few times, and then we got Buddy in the back corner going shh. Another guy back right going shut up. It was a whole conjoined effort. Like 
<laughs> Avengers assemble in the theater. Let's go. Did they stop talking? They stopped talking. Yeah. They shut their traps. So that was yeah. a little too aggressive for me. I feel like how I was old in front was that guy? Do you think in the fr- uh, in front of them? Who said shut the fuck up? Three <laughs> he was probably like mid twenties, late twenties. Oh, okay. I was picturing like a fifty year old man. No, no, no. He was okay. young. He was not having any of their shenanigans. <laughs> you know, it was Tom Holland's brother. He's like, come on, guys. <laughs> it, it was. It was just. It was great. <laughs> it was. It was really funny. So um, what did you think of the movie? <laughs> yeah, the movie. Uh, who did you ever get over that, or were you just fueled with rage? The whole time. Look at that. <laughs> uh, what the guy did? I don't know. Just the whole scene in general. Like you really set the set the. You gave me like a full scale of the entire room. Yeah, I loved it. I just had a big smile on my face. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Oh. Um, that definitely won up my story. So thanks for sharing. I wasn't trying to, but I don't I think I've ever had like like I've had very passive aggressive shh. Yeah. Like very loudly, but no. I think that's different than just saying "shut the fuck up." Yeah, it was three, it was three f bombs thrice. Yeah. He because the thrice. kids were in front of in the row right in front, and then he was in the row right there, right in front. So when he turned around, like you I, had the fully immersion. I had the experience. full immersion experience. I had the three D glasses on, so it was like even like he 4D. was like four D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could smell his bo yeah. <laughs> as he's just raging at these fifteen year olds. Oh no. Uh, um. But yeah, for the movie itself, uh, I have to say that. It just it blew me away. Yeah, yeah. Like I absolutely just fell in love with this movie. It for me it topped Homecoming. Oh, and you're um, a big Homecoming fan. I'm a big, I'm a big Homecoming fan. Yeah, big. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's just I loved everything about it. Mysterio blew me away with yeah. what they did, and uh, you know, Spider-Man Tom Holland blew me away. I love Ned. He's one of my favorites <laughs> in the MCU, and he was just great mm-hmm. in this movie. Um, just so much. I didn't mind the the you know the teacher stuff um just there there was so much in it and the story and everything that i loved and i just it's do not really like, do not you really? feel like you loved the movie so much that the parts that might have been weaker you didn't really care like you didn't they just kind of it did water under it the did, bridge yeah it's water under the bridge it yeah. didn't bother me yeah. a lot of the humor a lot of water under the bridge a lot of water a lot of water under the london bridge um excuse me i oh, uh I, I heard geez, that that rattled my eardrum thank you <laughs> Would you please <laughs> shut the fuck up? <laughs> like, please. Please. Uh, <laughs> please. Please. Um, but there, I just, there is so much about this movie I loved. And as I was walking out of the theater, I thought, I looked toward Madison. I'm like, I need to see this movie again. You know, and it's going to be again one of those two dozen times I watched mm-hmm. this, you know, this movie. It's a given. Um, and. <laughs> With the with our Marvel ranking coming up soon, like I, I already know where I'm gonna put this movie. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> it's gonna be a dangerous ranking. Is Iron oh, Man two getting no. toppled? Well, I don't know. You have to stay tuned, oh ladies and gentlemen. Oh my god! Whiplash, no. <laughs> um, but it's just it was such a good movie. I I I never really could figure out like how they would represent Mysterio on the big screen, but like. I'm glad I didn't like think too much at this point because everyone could have read too much into it. Like, oh, Mysterio is this or that and this. But it's like at the end of the day, it's just like, no, just go in. Don't don't try and figure him out. You know, just go in and enjoy the ride. I, I seriously okay. wish that I didn't watch the trailer before this movie. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hard on my biggest irk of this entire movie. I think I know. Yeah, and it's a second. Yeah. it's like they did this homecoming too. I'm getting pretty I'm sick so and tired of these mad fucking still. trailers. Yeah. yeah, maybe when we make. I think I might know what it is. It's tough because I'd want to say like we have this rule uh, at the beginning of the year we do our twenty whatever the year is 
preview and now we make this rule that we can pick one movie not do a trailer i'd pick the next spider-man but it's so tough for the podcast not yeah. to do that so sony just has to get better Especially when you're breaking we have that down contract with marvel stuff. that we need to talk about yeah, all their yeah, stuff yeah. and rave they, and love all of it you so. will stop the funds yeah they pay us lots if you ask the hunk of hunk of boys you know, so. <laughs> oh yeah they there's something else you're gonna get an ad break and then you're gonna be right back to the episode lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Anything else, Taylor? No, I'm just really wondering what you're talking about right now. Oh, it's it, pretty obvious. We yeah. can we can, you know, swing okay. right into it. it. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is your last chance. I think we'd all recommend it to a certain point of view. Yeah, MCU, we didn't Spider-Man actually fan. mention that, but I would say you know what you're getting with the MCU. Like that's why I don't really do them because if you don't like the MCU, you don't like this Spider-Man. Yeah. You're, no, yeah. you want to see Mysterio's baloney on the big screen. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll and tell like, you that much. The thing with like the whole this adaptation of like Spider-Man, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, whatever you call it. It's definitely like a tone down from like something like Avengers, Infinity War, Endgame, especially since those are more serious tone. Like mm-hmm. this is just more light heart. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like a fun like there's there's definitely like a different type of humor than we had in those Avengers movies. And it's just I don't know. I, I don't know the right word to say for it. I want to say it's more like kiddish, but it's not really because it's kind of like. Well, high it, I, think I think it think serves as an effective kiddie, like yeah. epilogue, right, to this yeah. whole saga. It's like a nice like happy note at that, the end of the that, song. Yeah, that is a good maybe point, not yeah. kitty, but teeny like those teeny. girls. <laughs> yeah. Pre-teeny. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Pre-teeny. Like those girls. In the so theater. Yeah, yeah. So many. But it, right? it's also more like lighthearted as opposed to like 100% the emotional torture we went through with Avengers. <laughs> it's like Ammon and the Wasp that we yeah, asked for Infinity exactly. War. Right? It's that, that like breath mm-hmm. of fresh air of like, oh, things are going to be yeah. okay. And then <laughs> it's a know, great example, some yeah. stuff happens. So. Yep. All right. This is your last chance. We're getting into spoilers. Three, two, one. Geek versus Samo. So, yes, we're going to talk about that. Kirk, let me leave us off just so All don't right. leave the fans hanging. My there. biggest irk of this entire movie didn't even happen in the movie. It was actually the trailer that MJ revealed that she knew... 
that sh- that Peter was Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and it felt so incredibly unnecessary at the time. And I remember seeing that we broke it down on the cast that we had. I was really hoping that it was just kind of a joke, like mm-hmm. she was like just kidding around, which like I guess it could happen with that character. She's kind of I don't know. She's got a weird. Sense she of messes humor. with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like. I was really hoping that that would be the case. Unfortunately, it wasn't. It was and the exact same it scene. It was the too. exact same scene. And <laughs> it takes a bit I, longer. I, but I, yeah, Well, yeah. I was going to say, like, the way that they handled it in the movie, I was actually really okay with. I was really happy. Like, I liked that scene. It didn't yeah. happen right away. It, it Like, I was just, yeah, it was so frustrating to have that in the back of my mind. Because uh, throughout the movie, he's doing some pretty, like, sketchy things of not being, like, a cape crusader, you could call him. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it was I was like, okay, this must be a part where she kind of sees like or she's trying to figure it out. And like when she actually does figure it out, she wasn't even a hundred hundred percent sure. Sixty seven percent. Yeah, sixty seven percent sure. And I, I like how they kind of explain like she like she figured it out on her own, mm-hmm. but I already knew that. And thanks to a that, fucking trailer that the, Sony put out. Scene, I was so, so the mad. second they're on the bill, that bridge, I'm like, oh here yeah, it comes. So exactly. yeah, yeah. It's, it's not even like the feige like trickery marker yeah. where it's like oh hulk's in the scene no he's not it's just yeah. like and especially my always complaints been that that's not a thing you need to reveal i almost would understand pre-end game and finnewer but it's just like they're dealing with mysterio they're dealing with tony's death they're dealing with now the blip like there's so much stuff it's just they shoot themselves in the foot for no reason because yeah. the whole movie i thought oh it's coming it's coming it's coming and then yeah. it just felt when i'm watching it so obvious that she is gonna find out which is fine because we'll talk about like the very end yeah but that, yeah there's a couple things that change it for me one is I like like there's so many of these comic book movies where it's like now how do these people not figure out that this guy's clearly like Clark like he's clearly Superman or something right but and she just lays it out like in that sense it's like you're always going like yeah. you're always going missing as soon as he shows up so I like the way she plotted it out because it's like it always, it always kind of kind of bugs me in back ahead movies it's like clearly this guy is mm-hmm. the superhero it's like the Hannah Montana thing you know it's like <laughs> yeah. clearly that's Hannah Montana <laughs> like very much like, obvious I, I 100% agree with you. and like I said like I am really happy with the way that they took it in the movie but it just killed me having that revealed in the trailer I will never understand why yeah. they did that like it's just such a you disservice because you, you can still have it where she figures it out but you don't need to have that conversation or maybe she's like hints at it or is like teasing him or something but I then maybe it doesn't get revealed until the end of the movie because it would have had been revealed at the end of the movie yeah, either way if i hadn't seen it in the trailer i would have i would have been unsure yeah. i, I would have been is she gonna find out like who else is gonna figure out like obviously mm-hmm. it is <laughs> like it is pretty obvious and i did like that the way she broke it down yeah just super i uh, I, I think maybe really when you think about it, like one of the reasons they maybe had to do it is because they don't have a ton of scenes together yeah those two is, because because the i mean the point of it is that like he kind of has to do all this shit and he can't be with her. And then there's like this love triangle thing going on. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's maybe why is they didn't have like other great scenes, but also it's just like Sony. Yeah. They're fucking weird ass marketing. For See, this movie. yeah, that's the big thing. Cause I remember when I, was, I first saw the trailer, and I was really unhappy with it. I'm like, how can Marvel make that mistake? Like they're so good at making trailers. And then you guys brought it to my attention that it's actually Sony in charge, of, like the marketing for the movie and everything. Yeah. And I was just like, Oh, <laughs> that's why well, the that posters sucks. are so cheap. Yeah. Big Taylor could do oh, much better. Oh, posters. He, has. Yeah. he has, he has, he made, yeah. you know, there may or may not be a Spider-Man on a very poster that he may or may not have made. It's very true. And it looks better true. than great poster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout out to Taylor. I'm going to lay down another trailer thing on you here. Sure. Uh, so this is something that actually, con? this is a con. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So in the trailer, you see Spider-Man in the, um, what's the, what's the nano suit that he has? What's it called again? Um, like the, the, the iron suit? 
Yeah, the iron suit, iron spider suit. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. we see him actually taking out criminals, and he actually like talks and makes a joke to the cops. That whole scene was cut out of the movie. Well, there's a lot of scenes. There's that scene where Fury says the snap bite created a dimension, like a tear in the dimension and whatnot. So they took out a lot yeah. of well, that scene. I'm okay with, but I wanted to see Iron Spider fight and do some oh, stuff. And I kind of forgot about that scene. Actually. You see him open a curtain. With Iron Spider, I'm okay with an actual plot point being taken out, but a fight scene. Oh, that should have been in there. Um, it was a pretty oh, yeah. good-looking fight scene. I'm, go <laughs> I'm sure. But uh, yeah, as far as like that, uh, the trailer that sucks. But at least with MJ and Peter, I really liked where they went I with really that, and I, especially because I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about her as MJ after Homecoming. Yeah, did you like her more? 50/50. Did you like her more? In this, this one? yeah, yeah, because yeah, oh, yeah. she's very one note. She's just kind of there, and then yeah. it was also the like the rush of dealing with okay, this is MJ now, and it's not. It's just a really different take and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So I end up liking that they flesh her out. You got a lot more scenes with them, so I really like that because I remember the romance between Peter and Liz and Homecoming, super weak, and it is supposed to be like high schooly, but when you compare it to like toby and uh mj which is not the grace but still and then andrew and emma stone it's just like oh and now this is like the laying of the foundations mm-hmm. but i liked them all i liked her kind of like her reasoning for the way she is and whatnot yeah. him liking her for being weird and dark and all their scenes and just when it's like oh you know this bridge was used to execute execute people <laughs> they would just you know uh, or drown them in buckets yeah. and like <laughs> they really fleshed her, they didn't flesh her out to like to be this great great character but i thought it was the she had more layers sta- yeah right? she there's the building stages where yeah. i think we're gonna get more even down to their first awkward kiss was great it's very high schooly so yeah i went uh, I, I don't know if i did a full 180 but maybe like a 160 because okay. i didn't dislike her but i was kind of thinking it could be yeah. kind of annoying too and i think if they wouldn't have done more with her the way she was in Homecoming. I would have been annoyed because she was just one note. She's just yeah. a joke, a joke, a joke. And we actually get to see her be emotional. And her figuring out Peter was, uh, Spider-Man was good. Mm-hmm. Trailer kind of ruined it. But that yeah. was, I liked the way they did it. And yeah. she kicks some butt in here too. Gets that mace. Yeah. So I really liked MJ oh, in yeah, this. And I'm excited to see more. That's a good point because I feel like in Homecoming, I wasn't really sure how I felt about her. Just because mm-hmm. she wasn't really, like she didn't have anything to do much no. about it, right? It was like the love interest in that movie was Liz. And then she was just kind of like... The weird the, kid. Yeah, exactly. More comedic so, release. So uh, I definitely... And like I was... I don't know. I, I felt like I was kind of unsure on her because I was just like... It's not like I don't like her because there's no real reason for me to not like her. I haven't really seen much about her. They haven't killed that character. It's just like very distant yeah, from exactly. that we know. But yeah. this one, uh, I really like their super awkward like dynamics and then just all of her comment, her, her witty comments is pretty good. And uh, I, I just really like that character now. Yeah. Like, and I, I thought there was some good... Uh, moments to the comedy of like the love triangle aspect with do you remember the guy's name the other guy was it Brad. Chris oh Brad Brad. Brad. Brad Brad I think they I think they maybe Brad. overdid Brad it Davis, that's sorry. one of the jokes I was talking about where they like use the same joke kind of multiple times but I I think there was some good comedy yeah. to be had there like even when they're just like leaving the hotel and he's just like sitting on the couch and like looking up like it's a very quick shot <laughs> yeah. but I, I I thought he was like I mean it wasn't really like a love triangle it didn't feel like one even though it's kind of what it was on paper. But I thought that was like a, a fun element to mm-hmm. it, I guess. And I mean, it was it was funny just to see like obviously this movie addresses like what happens what happens like after the snap, right? Yeah. Like where some people age, some people don't, and that's kind of like a funny scenario that would happen, and it did. So it was kind of it was cool to yeah. see that. Yeah, especially like when they're playing dodgeball and the band just comes back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that just, was fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I loved the very op- not the very old, op- but the opening, like the newscast thing. Yeah, yeah. I. 
It's just that I just don't know if I'm ready to have those heroes be their deaths be comedic at this point. So yeah. it, I, I kind of it grew on me, but it was a little like okay. It's the fine, wound is still fresh for Travis. Well, yeah, it's just I don't know. It's it's a little strange, but I, I like those little news things, yeah. and I like Betty Brant being around and whatnot. That was the joke that overdid it for me. I liked her and Ned, but eventually it was a yeah, little. Yeah, it was the same thing. I had enough, and it was I I liked the setup of it because it is like that happens in high school all the time, like things like that, <laughs> it just like a summer love, right? And like. Very relatable thing, and couldn't relate. No, I couldn't. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. I once dated a girl because she stole my pencil. Because school, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a reason. So yeah. blackmail, but I actually did like her. But so long oh. story. Yeah, yeah. So that's an after relatable nine. for me. That is an Save after that nine. note for after. That's nine. A, that's a long <laughs> after nine. I, I want to say like I was. So I like that setup oh, yeah. of like oh they just fell for each other, but then it was just way too much. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that I mean the reason that pops up is because they needed something for ned to do in this movie so that's exactly. why i don't like it is because it didn't feel genuine it didn't feel like okay we have a good idea with ned let's go with this storyline it just felt more like uh we'll just make him like you know have this kind of ongoing joke because in the first movie he's like helping out a lot he's the guy in the chair right he's <laughs> doing the stuff he even like gets the web shooter at one point and like takes out shocker or helps helps peter take shocker down right. uh but you don't get any of that he's useless in this movie right he's just sitting around he's like the damsel in distress in the in the ferris wheel and then same thing at the very end of the movie when the robots are coming in uh, to get them in like the armory. So he doesn't do anything in this movie. He's just kind of relegated to a comedic relief character. That's why I was kind of let down by him. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he actually had something to do in the first movie. And this time around, it seemed like they were like struggling to find something for him to do. So they yeah. just gave him this other storyline. And I, mm-hmm. I think there was some good... Like I did laugh at a few of the instances of that relationship because I just think his dialogue's funny. He, he's good at delivering the lines. But... Uh, like that, that ki- like if MJ went from a like flat character to a dynamic character, he did the opposite, which is kind of unfortunate. I mean, he didn't have like a lot of layers in the first movie, even, yeah. but at least he had like he actually had an impact on the plot somewhat. So that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't know. I I felt like, especially since I just saw it like less than twenty four hours ago, I still still need to process some things. But uh, mm-hmm. no, it definitely makes a lot more sense. I was a little disappointed that he wasn't more. Like the guy on the chair, or like the guy in in uh, Peter's ear, you mm-hmm. know, just like helping him out behind the scenes. It was more of just like, yeah. you guys should go to the opera. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'm totally down. Blah, blah, and blah. and it's like hard to envision how with like the story they went with, like how Ned would have helped. Like how yeah. would he have fit in, especially when he has when Peter has like Shield working for him or like mm-hmm. doing the computer stuff. So it, like it wouldn't have made sense. No, but it's still like you got to consider yeah, that like, i guess I, I could definitely see it just being from like a writer standpoint it's like i don't really know what we should do with this character this is just give him like a summer fling thing which like it definitely like i definitely laughed at a lot of that mm-hmm. humor and it was pretty funny how it set up like yeah like the whole plan that they were gonna switch so that peter and mj could sit next to each other and they just totally that like was great yeah it was like i really liked like that little yeah. uh that little uh like scene of the plane stuff that it was funny yeah and that's like uh, not even that but that's the stuff which is mj and peter they, they had good chemistry but i loved all the kind of high school romance stuff of trying to talk to her the ideas so like high the school, planning yeah. that was done so <laughs> yeah. well where in the first one it was just hey liz you want to go to the dance oh sure they've had no conversation like why no. does she want to go you know no. it was just very and that can be high school too but i liked the way like it was a fun kind of cat and mouse oh will they won't they and i liked how that was portrayed and maybe it's a hot take but i was actually happy with what they did with ned because i'm not really a big ned fan so i was actually kind of happy they benched him because it's kind of like my uh my thor ragnarok mm-hmm. it's like i know it but actually I, I makes more feel sense like, i feel like he had like almost the same amount of screen time though me um 
I think he was around a lot, but I feel like in Spider-Man Homecoming, he was just talking a lot more. Okay. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm you know I, that's just a personal thing. I'm, I'm fine with him being benched, and uh, yeah. maybe he's benched again in the third one, which oh. we'll talk about. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what Taylor, happens. you have anything to say on the romance? Especially Ned as well. You're a big Ned guy. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm all about Ned. I think he's just, he's fantastic. I love his humor. I just, he's great. He's just cheery, and cheery. I don't know, I, I enjoy that. Um <laughs> Yeah, the romance. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't have a much of a romantic life in in high school. So, but you know, I mean, this is the 21st century, and these kids are popping off. So, <laughs> that's not how I thought you were. Another after that nine question. contest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, no, it was compared to the first one. The first one was definitely like that. That awkward kind of. I don't know. You guys seen that commercial that comes before the movies where the kid drinks the iced tea and he gets the confidence and he goes to talk to the girl and he doesn't and it's like, oh, I don't got the confidence and he sits back down. I felt like that was the romance in the first Spider-Man Homecoming. Wow. wow. And now in this, he's he's drank two iced teas and he's good to go. Only people will understand because I don't even understand. I understood. And it might be a Canadian one only as well. I think it is. It might be. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Shout out to Canada. Let's go. Canada a couple Uh, days ago. But, uh, you know, it's. I definitely like how it kind of built up, and he was trying to get to that kind of moment just to talk with her. And I loved, uh, I loved it so much when he's like, I thought that was Pepper Potts in in uh, that Prague or whatever little small village they stopped him. And you see the blonde or whatever in the doorway. I was like, is that Pepper? And he goes in there, and she's standing. There. I'm like, definitely not Pepper. That's Pepper Potts. That's Pepper Potts. And then it does Jeez. the flip. The guy turns like, around. Oh. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> please, please, please. <laughs> But uh, I I love that scene where he's taking his clothes off and the guy just comes in and just takes the picture fucking and Brad. that was good I fucking like that, Brad. Yeah. But yeah, I thought uh, I thought that was funny the whole ordeal between him and uh, Peter Parker. I thought that was yeah. pretty good because yeah, Brad just he kind of bothered me. It's like you know, MJ has the right to know. She deserves to know the truth. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna well, tell her. Just, that's what all guys say. But he's just trying. To that, that's how being a hero. That's how you make enemies. You know. I mean, that could have been. Mm-hmm. That's like the equivalent to Aldridge Kensington. Aldridge Iron Man's Aldridge Kensington on the Killington. rooftop. Killington. <laughs> yeah. Kensington. <laughs> um, yeah. Just quickly going back to that. Uh, uh, the it's Aldridge. Killian is that yeah, real yeah. name? Yes. I'll never remember that. Wait, what's his name? Aldridge <laughs> Killian. Oh, okay. Alex Kensington. Which this movie that. I'll bring up is very much like Iron Man three. Um, just going back to, uh, I actually don't think I've finished Iron Man three ever. <laughs> wow. Oh. How are you gonna rank it at Comic Con? I'll watch it. YouTube, man. He's not. You got, they got the end YouTube. scene. You're going to watch it on YouTube. <laughs> That's such a fucking lie. Every day I'm gonna say, oh, have you watched Iron Man three yet? You watch Iron Man three yet? You're gonna get an ad break, and then you're gonna be right back to the episode. All right, but uh, back to the plane scene. I really like like how the plan just goes totally upside down. And then like the way that they use like that, uh, the teacher with it too. And he's just like, oh yeah, he's like perfume allergies are really, like that whole character I just really love. Talks about his wife. Did I ever tell you about my wife? How she pretends she was blip. (laughs) That was so good. It was, he's, everything he did, I was a big fan of that. Freaks and Geeks is one of my favorite shows. (laughs) And he's like in that show, and that show's a while ago. So he's like just the awkward kid in that show. And I, I'm so happy to see him in this movie. And I'm, <laughs> I, I like that he had more screen time in one sense because he is really funny. But that kind of leads back to what I was saying of like, yeah, maybe we could have used the screen time for something a little more like yeah. deeply meaningful in the story no, or something. Sure. But I still, I, I love that actor. He's such a yeah. funny guy. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he was only in like, I feel like a couple scenes in the first movie. So it was cool to have more of him. Did you like both teachers? Uh, didn't, the, with the second teacher, the new one, I don't think we needed him just because it's like, it's a new character. Like, did we, did we really need this in the story? He just says like witchcraft seven times. It's like I don't know if I That's really need good. that character in my in my movie, right? Because yeah. like, what does he do? Like, 
for the plot nothing like Absolutely he has no nothing, reason yeah. and he just like uses the same joke over and over and like if it was a character from the first movie sure because it's like building upon that world or something but it's not it's just some new guy like if it was hannibal who was the the gym teacher in first one then i would have been down for that yeah because you know <laughs> he's a funny guy but yeah. also it just would have been cool to see like another character back i guess but because that guy's not in the first movie right no jamie yeah. smooth is not yeah so they use that witchcraft joke way too much that's what i said well. i said that yeah, yeah. he just said that like seven times and that yeah was no his I, role. I was pretty disappointed by that just he, I like him that in guy. general? Yeah, I like that guy outside of this movie. He's a comedian and he's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, maybe Hannibal Burris just couldn't make it. So they got <laughs> J.B. Smooth instead. But, yeah, I yeah. like some of his humor worked for me, but it was mostly just like, I don't know, just little like quick things he said. And then once we saw him more in the movie, it was just, it was too much. Like for me, I was, I don't know, too much witchcraft for me, I'd say. A little too much. Mm-hmm. I am big on mythological things and stuff like that. So when he's popping off with the witchcraft, I was laughing every time. I thought it was great. And I love how quick jabs he's like, it's like, it's witchcraft. You know, I just, I like that quick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just good. I love that. Oh, well, we, okay. <laughs> we should probably dive into some deeper stuff now. Let's Absolutely. Let's Mysterio. Let's yeah, jump in. We kind of did some foreplay. Um, so where do we want to start? Because we got... You know, Mysterio, the twist. We got no multiverse. We got where I want to start. Go take us away. Take us away, Taylor. When he immediately did the flip and dived into the special effects and just mind fucking Spider Man, Mm -hmm. I like I had to pull like readjust my 3D glasses and like get in my seat. Like this was a wild ride, and I loved. You had to get in your seat. (laughs) I was like, you got out out of your seat. seat? (laughs) Sir, please sit down. (laughs) Sit the fuck down. Please. Like, <laughs> I can't stress it enough, ladies and gentlemen. When Mysterio pops off with the special effects on Peter Parker, it is so good. Dead Iron Man crawling out of the grave with the spider on his on his broken helmet, and you know, just like the statue, and just like oh, just him like going to punch, and he punches a brick wall, and he's just falling out of the bill. Like it's just yeah, those, it was good. Those I'm just gonna call them like dream sequences, for lack of a better Trippy term. Sequences, Trippy yeah. sequences. Those were so well done, mm-hmm. and I was so happy with that. And like. Uh, shortly before that, I think is when like the switch of the halfway point of the movie. Cause I remember like near getting near to the, it, it might've just been dragging from like the beginning of the movie. I was sort of just being like, I don't really know how I feel about this movie right now. Like, uh, there was another scene we'll, I can talk about after, but it's just like, I wasn't really digging it. And then I was just like, man, this isn't looking good for like what I was really anticipating this movie would be. And then as soon as it got to that certain point and then we got to see like those Mysterio, like trippy scenes, it just blew me away. Like I was so mm-hmm. engaged. I was just, I, I was loving it. Like mm-hmm. the special effects were so yeah. good and like, it's just perfect thing to do for a character like that. Right. And, uh, yeah. Do you guys want to talk about the special I, effects? I, like those I agree hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. They, they knocked out of the park. That's full yeah. on comic books. That's full yeah. on animated show. They just, that's everything I wanted. And yeah. I think that that's why I'll talk more about later, but the second half is so good. Once that reveal happens and I think maybe that's the problem is, I, I know Mysterio. We know something's going to happen with Mysterio. So that first half, you're just kind of waiting. And that's why I think it shouldn't have been a first half. It should have been a first quarter because mm. it went on for way too long. Yeah. We know something's going to happen, whether it's a different dimension, what or not. But once that switch happens, everything from him being like an actual director. So it's kind of that tribute to kind of a special effects guy. Um, I'll talk about his origin after. But the way he's directing the scenes, he's kind of a little caring for Peter, but not too much about like the, oh, the blood's gonna be in your hands and yeah all that trippy stuff is fantastic it's just yeah. that's i know i wish i should show the not on spoilers but that's like for me right now a bold point of one of the best scenes as far as like a golden geeks nomination oh this yeah year, that's one of the best scenes in like all of the mcu honestly yeah, 100%. it's so much fun. that's a top 10 right there maybe top five they just did like to say with a dead iron man which is a mm-hmm. shot to marvel zombies just 
everything. The suit's constantly changing. It yeah. was it was everything I ever wanted to see. And that's why for this is like a movie I'll always rewatch because I got to see that yeah. live action. That's no, why all sure. the Mysterio stuff they did perfectly. So yeah, that was yeah. great. Yeah. That that I love the the first instance of the trippy sequence. Is really it's it like reminds me a lot of that scene in Doctor Strange where he gets like punched through that dimensional hole and yeah. he's going through all that stuff, which I also love that scene. But this one feels like that, but it also has like a pretty big story impact because it ends with him getting hit by a fucking train, which oh, is yeah. pretty intense. That was that was really intense. Yeah. I was not expecting that <laughs> at all. That's that's crazy, and I, yeah, I just love that sequence. That was like that's why I love Mysterio because I the really all, all I know of Mysterio is pretty much from like the animated show, and then it's like he's not even that interesting of a character, like. <laughs> Uh, like just man, yeah, Quentin, his story. Quentin Beck is not an interesting character. Yeah, he's yeah. he's pretty bland. Like yeah, he's yeah. a very very basic kind of character. But it's just like the trippy sequences, how colorful it is, uh, the look, all of that, and and like that scene alone is just it fully satisfied my yeah. Mysterio on the big screen. Hundred percent. Like I that guess, is yeah. exactly what I wanted, <laughs> and I I just wanted more of it. I know it like probably cost a lot of money to make that scene, and like maybe it didn't need it. like it happened kind of at the end, but. I, I just love that scene so much. And then, as you guys mentioned, the bar scene, I, I love that as well. It's almost like a Black Mirror moment where it just, like, shifts into something that you were totally not expecting. Just, like, Every person in reality. the bar is an actor, right? Yeah. yeah. that was good. And to me, like, well, I loved his whole dialogue there. It was super weird. It was very cult-like. I felt like mm-hmm. he came across as, like, a, a cult leader and just how weird like they're cheering for all these people that they hated it was such a strange scenario but it was so interesting to me i was like instantly just like super gripped into that character and i yeah i I agree with you guys that it started off like yeah obviously we're waiting for something this is like a little a little basic but when it made that turn uh i was i was totally satisfied and i think it's like multiplied because i don't know i felt like his first couple scenes were I don't know if it was the dialogue or the acting. I have to see the movie again to really tell. But like something seemed off to me. I was like, I, I was just getting bad vibes. Like not the special effects stuff, but just the scenes where he's in like with the shield agents, like in the whatever the like sewer, wherever they were, and just talking to them. Like I just felt like the dialogue was was pretty basic, or maybe the acting wise it was a little basic. But like in retrospect, knowing that that's like what the like from the character's perspective that makes sense. It's like mm-hmm. a guy who's trying to act, but he's not yeah. an actor, so it makes sense that it's like it would feel a bit off. So I'm curious how that's going to hit me the second time I watch the movie, if it still feels a little jarring or if it's like, damn, they did that really well done. I thought it was like some yeah. weird acting, but it's actually like, well, it was weird acting from a character who is acting, acting weird. Yeah. So it all kind of like ties back. Uh, and then I, I just don't know how I feel about the, like the ending, like the send off of the character one, because I don't want him dead. Mm-hmm. I really, really hope he's not dead, which he dies in this movie. I mean, you know, there's always ways you can say he's not dead. More holograms, maybe this that the other thing who knows but i just feel like in that very last scene as well he kind of came back to dialogue that wasn't really gripping to me anymore it felt like it was reaching that like basic level that he started at which i don't know it wasn't a fully satisfying finish for me i guess but like i like that's what i said in the in the spoiler free section but like yeah 80 90 percent of the character i just loved like loved 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 Mm -hmm. one of my like definitely up there in mcu villains I would say for me overall, like yeah. easily in the top yeah. 10. So Th- there is one scene. I think it was when uh, Peter goes to meet like with the shield agents for the second time. And he's like, Oh yeah, blah, 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 Beck. He's like, it's Mysterio now. <laughs> and I remember yeah, like, he does like the, uh, yeah, like, it was really like 
just creepy. Yeah, he's like kind of hamming it up, right? He was playing yeah. that. For, I thought he was playing that for comedy, though. I thought he was okay. trying to just That's like. That's how the, I took it. Too. Yeah, I thought he was okay. trying to have something. I was like, creeped out. Yeah, <laughs> I think because Peter's like a kid, he's like being lighthearted. I guess. Yeah, I think yeah. he's trying to play up like, oh, this is a little goofy, you know, like we have these costumes and whatnot. Yeah, Cause, yeah I thought the same yeah. thing as because the like it's a, such a balance because you have Hall, which is the reason you get an actor like that because that scene, the reveal. Could have been pretty bad because it's just five minutes of exposition of like you did this and you were screwed and you did this like on script. That's a very boring scene. So mm-hmm. you got to get him. And then, yeah, I remember when I the first little bit, I'm like, man, Joan Hall's really phoned in. He just wanted a paycheck. And now for me, it, it does work as far as, OK, he's just trying to portray a good guy, do gooder bland hero you know and that's yeah. why he doesn't want to even come off as like a tony stark like arrogant might make mistake he just wants to seem like a plain white meat baby face and that's why i like peter giving him the glasses it's a total peter parker young guy mistake like oh you trust you like he's known this guy for fucking a day or two and yeah. he's like oh tony would want you to have this yeah. it's like just at least like wait a few days but that's that's a classic spider-man yeah. move you know so yeah i thought everything they did with him was really well and that's why they got Hall. I, I and he was i think having a real fun time once they do the shift because he's just hamming it up he's chewing the mm-hmm. scenery he's very yeah. he's very out there in a way and i i, I liked it quite yeah, a bit he, he was so. definitely like out there and very like director like and like friendly but then there's mm-hmm. also like when he would get like angry he would just like he just mm-hmm. seemed he like a psych. Yeah, yeah yeah totally yeah. that whole scene where it was kind of um like him in the bar, I thought is very well done. I think, you know, when he put on the glasses, the whole time I felt like he was trying to act like Tony Stark. Even when he put him on and did like this little hair flip, it was just he was trying to mimic Tony Stark. And I feel like he was trying to convince Peter Parker and persuade him to see like that, you know, wow, he looks like a Tony Stark. And he kind of did when he put on the glasses too. I mean, he really looked <laughs> like it. But I like, was worried in the middle, not worried, but what I was thinking in the middle, it seemed that Peter was going to force him to put on the glasses and it was going to say something of like, mm. it was going to read him and. Peter would get it, but no, it didn't happen, so I was wrong there. I really, really laughed when it was pointing, he was doing a speech and uh, pointing out to all the people and was doing the quick little flashbacks, but his flashback when Tony Stark's like, yeah, I would call it barf or something, and he's off in the curtain and his face yeah. is so good. So that's what I want to talk about next, because I'm the reverse of, I don't have any problems with the endings, but my the problem with the origin is I'm kind of, I'm fine with it, they set up, it's fun, and you get the guy from Iron Man 1 back, so it's yeah. some fun stuff. For me, where the lazy this comes in is just that it's another villain directly oh because tony stark screwed me over i'm gonna you would like that though you like all of tony stark's faults don't you but no but it, for me it's the fact that we got vulture his exact story is he bought a bunch of equipment to do a job tony bought that job and then sent him and made him pretty much you know uh, in debt and then he had to turn to a life of crime this is not that exact same story but it's the same thing of hey Tony screwed us all over and we got to come back and get him. And the thing is that sucks is I get that uh, Iron Man just died, so we probably weren't going to get a flashback. But I think I would have been much more on board if we got a scene of them interacting. I understood mm. Vulture and him because it was just by circumstance he screwed over uh, Adrian uh, Adrian Toomes. This is he worked with them and all we get is Quinn Beck says, he said I was unstable. And they show that later on he's unstable, but that's where I love what they did with him. But his motivations as far as a villain, they're still pretty weak and they're pretty and that's fine because it's Mysterio but that's where it's still like someone like a vulture for me still gets the upper hand he's not in that to me Killmonger Thanos Loki tier he's in like a solid oh, yeah. B tier Most definitely not, and that's yeah. the problem is because I one I felt it was just a little lazy but like oh he was unstable why what like just give us an example of what happened that why Tony would fire you know because in this instance just Tony took his 
Like I would be unstable too if Tony just took all my shit and renamed everything like that. So I want more on that. And again, I just think it's again, if it wasn't back to back, it'd be fine. But why did we have to make him an Iron Man villain again? You know, like we just had that vulture. We just had that. And it just feels like Spider-Man gets less of identity. We already have so much with Iron Man with him being dead and then the equipment and then his villain is he's pretty much an Iron Man villain yeah. that's just going after Spider-Man because Iron Man's dead. So for yeah. me, that was it, it felt and they took a really laser out like, oh, just make him Tony screwed him over. Oh, great. And it's like, OK, we just did. We literally just did. That. But I wouldn't say he was an Iron Man villain. He just he wanted to he didn't want to kill Iron Man or anything like that. He just wanted to take over and be that hero because he knew that everything else was gone. But Iron I mean, Man's in gone, the, the sense of are Iron gone. Man is the point of his origin of evil, right? If Tony doesn't yeah. steal his equipment, I, screw him over, he's just still working at I start. agree to an extent. Like, I, I think if... if Because uh, you have to think about, like, when was that turn where Iron Man did that to him? That's, like, the start of Civil War, essentially, right? Yeah. Somewhere in that time Yeah, frame, so that's, yeah. like... Tony has already passed the point of being a total asshole at that point, like in terms of the MCU, right? And like his growth as a character, he still is kind of an asshole in that movie, but it's different than I feel like in the first Iron Man, like one and two and stuff. He's I don't just know. like you can make the case because in that time frame, he is locking his friends up in prison, though, right? So you can make the case that he's also at the height of his assholeness. Yeah, I know, but eh, maybe he puts Falcon in jail. He puts Scarlet Witch in jail. You know, like he's yeah, but for I feel like reasons, yeah, but I but feel like in the first Iron Man stuff, he would just like fire someone without giving a shit about enough. their yeah. life. Jericho missiles. Whereas he had like he had reasons in Civil War, and that's why I mean I think Civil War is so good is yeah, because they both enough. have good reasons. But I I do see what you mean. Like it, I don't know if it, maybe it would have been different if that was like really early on Iron Man stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm cool with the tie back to like that timeline. I think it I think it still works, and I think you make some good points. But at the end of the day. For me, like Iron Man has had such a massive impact on this world. He has saved it multiple times. Uh, he's like really, if you think about it, like he, like Robert Downey Jr. is like a, largely responsible for how oh, big this stuff is yeah. in the first place. So just like the impact that he has, it makes sense that it's like it's kind of always trickled down. And there's like his his he choices a as a point. person are always going to affect things, and he has been so influential. And he just like it shows that even after his death, like people are still against him for like certain reasons even though he literally gave up his life for like these people to continue on living so i don't know i i was i guess i was fine with it even though it is sort of a retread of vulture i feel like vulture maybe it is like directly tied to iron man but i took it more as like a just superhero like because of the all the supers not just iron man the avengers Kind of, but they yeah. multiple times like there's a moment where he's breaking into Stark stuff and he finds Iron Man mask and he looks at it and he just yeah. like, throws away in disgust. Yeah. So oh, it's, you're it's definitely still right. that direct yeah. tie in and it's just I think for me if it wasn't that we're already dealing with his death and then also dealing with Spider Man getting all his gear, it's just and we literally which I do like that we literally see Iron Man everywhere. It's just maybe bring that back in a different film. I don't think I don't know if they need... You could have easily just had Mysterio wanting to be a new hero, kind of... Because he is just Syndrome in this, so I kind of had that feeling early on. He just wants to be a new hero. I don't know if I had to be tied to Iron Man. I liked the, like, Civil War, like, cheesy zoom-in. It it was very cheesy. It's a double cross. Like, I like it for being cheesy, but at the same point, it's just kind of... I think, like I said, if there would have just been a scene of Gyllenhaal and Downing together, Mm -hmm. that could have sold me, just a scene. That could have been pretty cool. Yeah, especially... I don't know how they would have done that. And like I said, they probably didn't want to because they want you to feel his ending. But for me, I feel like you can bring those characters back for flashbacks and it's not like cheapening his death if they bring yeah. him back to life then yes but they already had like the dead iron man suit so yeah i yeah. i think maybe for me like i think by definition that is very much like a tacked on thing like when they made civil war i don't think they were planning that uh, <laughs> no, no, mysterio no. was in the background there five year and, and so even though it, it <laughs> yeah. like by definition is tacked on it didn't 
feel that way when I was watching the movie. So, yeah, that's one thing as well that, like, I'll just have to see how it marinates as I watch this movie yeah. more in the future. <clears throat> I, um... I definitely see like the comparisons to the like vulture villain from the last one, how his means were pretty similar to Mysterio's, how he just hated Tony. But like for me, ooh. Ooh. sorry, folks. <laughs> um, but for me, ooh, turn me down. Damn, how's it feel? Muted. It it it, it feels a little, a little bit quieter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I I feel like for me it it worked, especially like since the last movie was Endgame, so Tony's death just happened. It's still so new, whereas if I feel like if we were three movies in and we were still doing, like, Tony Stark mm-hmm. villains, it's like, I'm doing this because Tony Stark was an asshole. And he well, ruined let's my life. wait until, you know, so, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, <laughs> it might, it might go down, six, yeah, it might yeah. go downhill. Yeah, but, he fired us all. For me, I am, I'm giving it, I'm, I'm giving it a pass for those reasons. Yep, fair enough. But, uh, but, yeah. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what else we're talking about. Um, I was gonna throw. I Maybe mean, you can start as far as we got because we didn't talk about the reveal that he was not from the multiverse. Multiverse yes, is a say. real thing because they confirmed in Doctor Strange, but it didn't happen the way I don't think we all thought it was gonna be that. I think it was just more of a hope because they listened to predictions. Multiverse? None of us predicted like, oh, he's for sure from that. We just all kind of wanted that, and yeah. we'll we'll save the end credits for the end. If you think why haven't we talked about that big elf in the room? We'll we'll talk about the yeah, end, but we'll get there. So. Uh, that disappointed me a little bit. I liked the reveal and how it happened with Mysterio, so that was fine, but uh, it feels maybe they won't be playing around with multiverses right now no, as yeah. much as I was hoping, and that yeah. Toei Andrew... I think that's okay be. for yeah. like an epilogue to this saga. Like That's yeah. a big can of worms to open. And they're act- I mean, there's a lot of other can of worms that are opened in this movie, like more towards the end, but I, I, I was fine with it in the yeah. end. Like I said, I really liked the reason for Mysterio's turn and like his backstory, even if it is kind of simple or kind of something we've seen before, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, I'm cool with it. Someday I can still hope we get that Toby verse where oh, we yeah. see all these Spidey guys flying next <laughs> I'm to each other. Spider Verse is gonna beat them too. They officially are gonna now. I guarantee you, Spider Verse. They is see gonna that they're like on their tail and they're like, yeah. "We gotta do this yeah. tomorrow." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that, but well, here's the thing: Will Toby come back twice? You're gonna get an ad break, and then you're gonna be right back to the episode. <sighs> I don't know. He doesn't need the paycheck. He isn't. Yeah. How many? How many Feige bucks do you think he would get if he appeared in a cameo? I think he would, get, I think he would get a fun buck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah not <laughs> At least a fun buck. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, uh, I believe it was it was the water elemental, right? That was like the first one that they're fighting in Italy. Yeah, the yeah. like hydroman knockoff, which I yeah. like. There was an Easter egg. They're like, oh, the scientists had an experiment with water, so it was kind of like a nice tribute to like the oh, actual Hydroman cool. going on. Because this is not Hydroman. Oh man, what if Hydroman? Oh man, that animated show with the Hydroman story. Hydra-Man. It's fucking wild. I hate Hydroman. <laughs> um, but but uh, that ending last season. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. It's a good turn. Yeah. That look, like the look of Mysterio, like fighting, and it, it just looked very Doctor Strange like. And I remember yeah. like. Because, like, I was very skeptical going into it. I'm like, I, I don't trust Mysterio until, like, the movie's over and, like, he is from a multiverse and he is a good guy. Like, I just mm-hmm. don't trust him, especially just, like, he's a magician, right? Like, this is what he does. He fools people. But uh, I remember, like, seeing that sort of thing. So, I'm like, I'm really interested if they take, like, a different route with this character for the MCU. Having those th- those thoughts in the back of my mind, though, that uh, he is a trickster. And <laughs> <laughs> so, like, at that point, I, I feel like that might have been near the part of the movie that i wasn't really like digging too much or i just felt like something was a little off like it wasn't like when he's still in hero mode yeah exactly yeah, yeah. like it, it just felt different like his look was so cool flying through the air with the smoke it just looked yeah. so sick and, and his... the action's really like we oh, talked yeah. about the mysterio trippy scene but the action alone is really good like it oh, might yeah. actually be the best spidey action like all the stuff yeah. they do the elementals and the fight scenes mm-hmm. and even mysterio flying around i really liked all that it the lo- bubbles oh it yeah, looks so there's some really good like action scenes even when like nick fury and 
I always forget her name. Maria Hill. Yeah, when, when she when they come in and it's just like they come into the courtyard or whatever it is, and it's just like mayhem's going on. Spidey's doing his own thing while Mysterio's fighting the the monster. But uh, just getting back to Mysterio, so like I was really on the fence whether I like the new adaptation of it, like the superhero Mysterio. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as that like bar scene happened, and he was like his voice changed, his mannerisms changed. Oh, he yeah. was just total like a director yeah, or like yeah. a special effects guy and i, I, was, I was even has like a mocap oh like, yeah yeah and a circus suit on <laughs> the, yeah. like bubble yeah, yeah, yeah. they got so I, was, I was i was just smiling as soon as that happened i was like this is exactly what i want because this is mysterio right yeah. like this is what we what we've or what we've grown to to know of this character and i was so satisfied with mm-hmm. like just that turn like i feel like at that point on that's where i was like okay i'm i'm in like i'm full in 100 percent. all my it seems like most of my complaints are all the first half yeah. centered with choices they made or just comedy and stuff like that but once that reveal happens it's just we're going we're going there's and it doesn't feel like we're switching even yeah. stuff like when we get that final fight scene it could have been boring him just fighting drones but they make that work i was getting major spider-man 2 game flashbacks with mr some of those but We'll get to that. I hate the Peter Tingle thing. I know it's a joke, but I really don't, especially in the main. But when he does use his spidey sense and he does that, like going through all the drones and like find them, that was so cool. That was so well done. Yeah. That's why I hated when he said Peter Tingle. The Peter Tingle, I liked it like the first time. And then when Happy said it was really good, but then, yeah. When he said it before, like the cool scene, that's when I was like, okay, this kind of killed it for me a little bit. And then it's like, okay, he's flipping around. This is cool. But yeah. yeah. I like that solution. A big reason is. Because I, I, every time I rewatch Homecoming, that's what irks me the most is how the Vulture, like, Vulture getting taken out is not because Peter, like, outsmarted him or, or like, outpowered him. It's just, like, kind of coincidence or, like, Vulture's being kind of greedy. Vulture's like, hubris. Trying to yeah. fly away. And then that's, like, the ending. It's, it's always do a big... It, you'll die. <laughs> it's always a big letdown for me. So the fact that, uh, you know, we get, like... Peter, who's harnessing this power that he hasn't been able to harness before in a new way. It's like it changes the character. He's now growing. Like, that's something that will be with him for the rest of these movies. And he actually overcame something that, like, almost killed him before. Uh, it was that was a lot more satisfying for me this time around. So, that's like a huge thing for me. You got to cap it off right. And even though I'm not happy that they killed him still, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't, maybe didn't like some of his dialogue at the very, very end. At least the, the ending action scene with him was, was really good, even though yeah. you can't have you know, Peter punching Mysterio. Like, they can't have a fist fight. That just wouldn't work. It's not the kind no. of character, right? But they ended yeah. up doing it well through the through the drones. That was just such a good scene. Especially, like, when Peter hits the first one, then you kind of get, like, a glimpse of what it, what's actually happening. And you see the drones coming. It was just... I really like that whole scene. And then uh, when Mysterio tries to fool him, you know, he's, like, giving him the glasses. Mm-hmm. And then Peter gets... Oh, it's just... Yeah. That was so good. And that's what oh. I liked. It's a different take. It's He literally says that. It's like, we all know about Mysterio. Once I get past those drones, he's just a guy. I can take him out. Mm-hmm. And that's what I liked. He never was, oh, he didn't have mixed martial arts. He yeah. didn't have, you know, something like, oh, a superpower. It's just, no, he was just a guy who had a bunch yeah. of gear. And, you know, and not even the extent of Tony where he doesn't even have an actual Mysterio suit that has all the powers. He just has the the victory suit, he called uh-huh. it. It's just like, do you still want me to dry clean the, yeah. <laughs> the cape? Yes, I do, Jan. Yes, I do. <laughs> and he was great. And that's why I feel like he took this one the second that reveal happened i could see why Hall took this role because it just felt like a very Hall-esque like the whole once he was in the mocap bubble soup and everything like that mm-hmm. and i did say it on the predictions and i think he will unfortunately 
I think he's going to stay dead. I don't think he's part of Sinister Six. I think yeah. it's just because he is, he's that, he's the guy. He didn't want to do a bunch. And uh, we'll talk about when we get to the end credit scenes, but I think they've done it in a way where he's kind of a Joker like figure where his like effect will last throughout movies, or, you know, or at least the next movie. But hmm. I don't know. You may see Mysterio and that effects, but I don't know if you'll see Quinn. I don't think you'll see Quinn back. I think yeah. he's six feet under with Tony. Yeah, it seems like it, which, uh, I mean, it's obviously too bad. I was yeah. hoping. That was like the thing I said the most on our predictions cast. I was just really hoping that he would stick around no matter what happens. And, you know, maybe we'll get more Mysterio in some sense. Who knows how they will spin that. But I think if they are planning to go for that Sinister Six thing, you need multiple types of characters to keep that interesting, like multiple types of villains. That's why I always throw Rhino even there, even though he's like kind of boring. It's like you need that big burly guy. And Mysterio is that good like mindfuck character. The gear. Yeah, exactly. There's not really a ton of... Spidey villains that really do. I guess like Scorpion could with like poison or something. But I really want Mysterio to stay alive, especially yeah. if we hit that Sinister Six time frame Keaton at some and point. Him together too would have been so much fun. Yeah, yeah. and our, our boy Scorpion, like great <laughs> acting from whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> so Shocker, Shocker's yeah. back. Oh no. Uh, anything else? I know we'll talk about Mysterio when we get to end credits. But anything else in the immediate future? Um, I guess one one last thing related to that final fight. I just I love the scene where Spidey's like inside the simulation and he's jumping around taking out all the drones so and like good. the chase scene where he's just taking out like how can I do this most efficiently right? How can I take out like yeah. twenty at once? Oh, it's uh, probably just a bird. No, no, let me see. I like that. That they were all smart, but Mysterio's always like calling them on their crap. Yeah. And I love that cap tribute we got at one point where he has like a car door. Totally, and that bomb yeah, and everything yeah. like that. that and then so even good. the one where Happy does it later when he throws <laughs> that it. That was so, so that. funny. <laughs> the way he threw it to it just went straight down. Yeah, he had oh. no, he had no style. Oh, that was yeah, so. Whatsoever. good great yeah yeah see like there's there's a handful of scenes like that that just like made me belly laugh like i just wasn't expecting it It it's just like they did such a good job on it Uh but yeah happy was great in this movie happy was fantastic great addition especially you look at the juxtaposition of how he felt in homecoming he didn't hate him but just a nuisance to peter and i like that he is just like he's maybe another uncle which we'll talk to but like kind of that uncle nephew relationship and everything i liked and i guess i didn't say that non-spoilers but i really like that's the other thing as far as them handling Peter's dealing with Tony and this whole role become the new Iron Man, I really like that. That's where I said it's very much like Iron Th- Iron Man three or Iron Man three suffering or Iron Man suffering from PTSD and there's a twist with the villain. This yeah. is the very much same of he's suffering from PTSD and there's a twist with the villain. So kind of a little like formulaic in that sense, but sure. I liked the conversations he had with Happy. Love, absolutely love the scene once he gets all the gear and Happy says, I'll hit the music and it's oh, ACDC shit. back and back. The very first song I ever play in the MCU and then that, oh, I love Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Like that whole airplane scene was really well done and I hope Happy is around quite a bit. I have some cons about him and Aunt May, but uh, him as a character, uh, I I like the dynamic they're going for. And yeah. just him looking back and seeing Peter with that gear and just seeing like a young Tony there and just saying like, that's what I like too, that they, now that he's dead, they, and they've done a few times, but of like, he couldn't even live up to Iron Man. You know, like he was a mess. He no, wasn't, yeah. you know, he was where Peter just holds him in this light because he got recruited and gave him all this stuff. But it's like, no, like, he was a mess of a guy and you're going to be a mess and just try your best. That's all mm-hmm. you can do. So mm-hmm. I love everything they did with happy. And oh yeah. That, movie. that airplane scene. I was actually like tearing up. I yeah, was crying yeah. big time, especially like I just watched Endgame again, like a couple days before. So it was really fresh. Like that, 
them coming back together and then obviously the death of Tony and then like them talking about this one I just felt like I was yeah. I was a mess <laughs> yeah it was good that scene uh, when the music kicked in I was like oh Dylan's loving this he's <laughs> all over this right now that hey, was you know so what? great I, I don't I don't like ACDC but like they don't make me puke or anything like I can handle it for 10 seconds it's just <laughs> if you put like an album on it's like this is the worst hour of my life you know? <laughs> whoa worst hour of your life I, I have to agree with you Kirkland when they when Happy started to really level with Peter and he was just getting so frustrated just you could feel the water building up the tears oh, yeah. building up on your eyes like was it was just hydro man. <laughs> hydro man i was hydro man <laughs> it was it was such a good just humble scene and just seeing like i feel like you know happy that was a situation where he could have started to tear up too but he just he was grounded and he he was he knew tony so freaking well so much more than i think tony even knew himself yeah. and he just he just i think there's no other better person to counsel peter parker at that time than you know the guy who was there all the time helping Tony and I feel like just when uh, Peter was in that element and just doing the same kind of moves that Tony was you know oh, yeah. playing with the holograms and stuff and just the look on Happy Hogan's face when he was looking at um, Peter in this environment it's just like I, I like Iron Man is one of my favorites and I really really like Spider-Man and to see the two combine like this it just was so so cool and it just yeah it just it was such a humbling scene. It felt yeah. so good. It felt like, you know, this is, he doesn't have to live up to be Iron Man, but Iron Man's spirit will live through Peter Parker, mm-hmm. which I thought was fantastic, or through Spider-Man. Yeah. Plus, it's super um, meta, because John Favreau directed the first Iron Man, yeah. and he, like, started all this, so it's just to mm-hmm. see, like, it's such a cool, just all-around great I was, I was going to say, like, those scenes between uh, uh, Happy and Tony and, like, the first Iron Man, like, those are some of my favorite scenes. They just had good, like, chemistry. So seeing Happy now with Peter, obviously, with the loss of Tony, it was just... It's just great, and then yeah, you, you get. I'm glad that that character has a role still mm-hmm. in yeah. these movies, even though we're not going to get any more Iron Man movies. Yeah, likely. Who yeah, knows? who knows? <laughs> with what with Tony Stark, at least you know. Yeah. yeah, and I like to see the dynamic between Happy and Fury. Actually, like we only see it a couple times, but it's it's kind of fun to see like a non-hero character interact with Fury. Usually, it's just like him talking to Cap yeah. or talking to Iron Man or something. So it's kind of interesting to see that dynamic and how he's like kind of intimidated by Fury and Fury doesn't like him but like he still kind of needs him because yeah. peter don't doesn't want to talk to him directly yeah. but then to, yeah to counter that it's not necessarily fury yeah that's the thing uh, i don't know if we want to talk about that now or talk about that yeah that's my that's a, i think a twist that i didn't need i was on the twofer of being one i don't think we need it as far as I don't know, because it's, like Taylor saying, it's not really Nick Fury. And I didn't like the portrayal of Nick Fury in this movie. It kind of makes sense, because I think they directed him to be be a little different than usual. But just something felt off. That was the point. But then, too, I didn't... Uh, th- this is just a pure fanboy thing of, like, uh, Trask told you. I never threw the hashtag on it. But I've always wanted the Scrolls to come back, and they were doing it perfectly. And... I thought it was going to be set up for this next big story. Clearly, it is setting something up because he's in space doing something. Maybe it's setting next up Sword. Avengers coming. Well, yeah, Sword is space like Avengers. Sword is like this, uh, like the space shield. So it's like to look after Earth in the outer space. Yeah. But I feel they just almost did it for comedy, and I don't think it's going to have much of a, uh, a impact in the future. What he's doing in space, really? sure. You don't think that's going to be like. A big plot point in Hi- Captain Marvel too. Or? Him up there, yes, but them being Fury and Hill, not really. I don't. Th- I feel like it was kind of now a little comedic looking back on it. And I think this movie, almost like the trailer, had enough. They didn't need that one more twist on there. You know, it's kind of yeah. fun. But now it's now now Peter and Fury still haven't met. They don't have a relationship. And now Happy and Fury, that's not them. You right. know, so I, I guess it's it was, a little empty. It was kind of established though that like Fury's impact is kind of dissolved at this point like on earth yeah. and he's not really running 
the Avengers. There isn't really an Avengers right now mm-hmm. in this current timeline. So I don't know. I I initially I felt kind of weird on it. I was like, okay, what are they going to do with this? And the more I've thought about it over the last day, it's not been a long time to be sure, but I I like it. And I'm mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? Obviously, I could totally retcon that when I see what they actually do with it because it's just a it's just a tease. Mm-hmm. But conceptually, I'm actually pretty into it, and I I like the the scene of Fury just like. Where's my shoes or whatever he says. Like, I just like this different ty- type of Fury because I felt like he's kind of dropped off the map a while, like for a while in the MCU. But then this has kind of been his year where oh, yeah. he's Captain big in Captain Marvel, obviously giving like some more backstory to him. And, uh, you yeah, know, this, yeah. he's not like right. a, really a lot in Endgame, is he? Kind of no, has, like, he's literally scene in one scene. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm, I, just, I guess I'm glad to have him back, but not just that, but glad to have him like uh, he's going to be like clearly a different character. Yeah. Because I, I think it's like, I understand why they didn't keep like using him. It's like, how much can you really do with that character? I mean, I don't know. I haven't read the comics. I'm not sure what they normally do with him. I guess you can do like Nanite Nick Fury, you know, oh, show it's no. Dalton Let's not do that. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Whatever it is, like, I'm super interested because I really like Sam Jackson. I think if, I don't know what kind of role he'll be in. I'm, I'm sure like there'll never be a Nick Fury movie. It'll be Captain Marvel 2 where he's popping up. But I'm down to see what it is. Uh, I think his role is going to be yeah. putting together the new Avengers. I think it's going to be that all over again. But I think it's going to be that. I think it's going to be finding a threat in space. Because that's post credit scene. I think it's more to set up something else and not Captain yeah. Marvel 2. Because we literally just got Captain Marvel. Or sorry. Yeah, we literally just got Captain Marvel. Captain mm-hmm. Marvel 2 is in at least two years away. And it, it's weird because we're not going to get to see. And we'll talk about the other post credit scene. But next is black uh, widow that's a prequel and then after that is like shang chi and the eternals and everything like that so it's like movies that are really outer space or have nothing like different continents so we're not going to get to really know maybe eternals might but i I think this issue is going to be a question mark for quite a while uh, i i I think maybe you're right maybe the maybe nick fury's next task is to make a new avengers team but it's going to be no doubt different right like he's not Mm -hmm. on earth i don't I think if they just bring him right back to Earth, that's going to be a big letdown. So I don't think mm-hmm. they'll do that. So I, I think it'd be interesting if, like, obviously he was working with Shield. Shield ended up being Hydra. It's like a big <laughs> shitty thing. But now he has access to these scrolls and he can shape up. Like, is he going to use that? Is he going to be kind of like devious? Like a, again, almost like he's holding back on like he's not talking to the heroes directly. He, you know, they think he's being genuine. But he, like, it's not even just the scrolls acting as Nick Fury talking to people. It's like he could make like one of them into Captain America, yeah. one of these scrolls, and they could like convince some so and so the Hulk to come back and fight for the team, whatever it is. And I don't know, that could be really interesting mm-hmm. if, if it's if it's usable. And I'd be super down for a Nick Fury who's like very deceptive and yeah. like like borderline bad guy in terms of like how he's going about this stuff, even though even if his like end goal is to sit like prevent whatever Galactus or whatever the hell's coming next. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I think it's it's an interesting idea, and even though it's just a post credit scene, it's not a ton to dive into. I'm, 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 I'm okay with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As of right now, I uh, when they revealed it, I was, I was, I was, I liked it a lot actually, because I really like those characters from Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. It was most, mostly just him. More Talos, yeah. <laughs> the better. Yeah, that, that, yeah I'm not. Yeah, mad exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he can put him almost in every MC movie. I'll be pretty happy. <laughs> He's so. so good, but uh, I, I really like the reveal too, because again with Travis, I felt like. While we saw the scenes with Nick Fury, obviously now we know it wasn't Nick Fury, but at the time I was like, this just feels like maybe he's taking like a step down because they want to just give the limelight to Peter Parker, which I'm not really, I don't know, I guess I'll buy it because that's what I'm given. But at the same time, this isn't really the Nick Fury that I understand. Mm-hmm. So then when they revealed that it wasn't actually him, it, it just saved a lot of the things I didn't like 
like his scenes in the movie. So uh, I, I really like that. And then, yeah, Talos is just great. I love that character. Mm. Can't wait for more. Oh, I, then, I like the scene in the hotel the hotel room and oh yeah is just that like so good he's like ready to shoot yeah. anyone who walks in that room <laughs> it's so it good. pretty good he's so mad and then uh the uh the real nick fury on the ship at the end i also thought that was captain marvel so sorry you said it already but what was it the sword that's what it's called well uh, they didn't say that but there is a organization called sword and okay. they, they're like like i said the space shield so i imagine just because we didn't get much it's just him with a bunch of scrolls and they're working on stuff and it looks like there's quite a bit of them opposed to in captain marvel and there was only a few of them left so obviously carol got them to safety they're mm-hmm. living and whatnot so that could be cool and the, I, I didn't know he was going to turn into a scroll but something did catch my eye in the movie they're talking about kree like super or like sleeper agents and stuff like that yeah which is like jude law's character and whatnot like that kind of race so i don't i think they might go to that war i don't think we're getting the secret invasion like evil scroll so i'm a little disappointed by that but it's fine there's other great stories we can do but i think they are setting something up whether that's for captain marvel 2 i don't know maybe mm-hmm. captain marvel 2 will also Reese almost like yeah. uh I'm trying to think almost kind of like Loki where Loki was in Thor and then he went right. in Avengers maybe they'll do that Captain Marvel 2 yeah. kind of cuz we still don't know if Captain Marvel 2 is present day or prequel some people have yeah. said that could be a prequel including Feige so Yeah the like the the main thing that was drawing me that it was Captain Marvel is just cuz Samuel Jackson and Brie Larson mm-hmm. together they just got such good chemistry and we saw that in the first movie so I don't know. I was just kind of leaning on those lines, and then I think she could be up there. I think they yeah. just didn't want to waste one of her movies on the contract for a cameo there. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> she could end her movie. Oh, you've been here the whole time, Nick. Yeah. You know? so. <laughs> um, when we got that shot of Sam Jackson uh, on the beach, I was like, "Oh, we got another Odin CGI scene." It was here. so funny because I was like, "That is such bad CGI." Oh, and then yeah. when, when it actually, I was like, "Okay, they, yeah, they okay. redeemed themselves." <laughs> but uh, I I love the Talos scene. I was totally just shocked when I saw that. I was like, "What?" No way. But it was great. It was just... <laughs> please shut the fuck please up. Please shut yeah. the fuck up. Please. <laughs> I'm trying to watch Spider-Man Far From Home. You had to wait five more seconds for the movie to end. <laughs> um, but no, I, I at first it caught me off guard because when Maria Hill changed, I was like, holy shit, why is Nick Fury not freaking out right now? You know, and then... He's you know, only got one eye. Give him a break. One eye, yeah. yeah. And then when he changed, I was like, oh, it's Talos and his wife. This is fantastic. And... <laughs> Like, I, I totally thought, like, well, this could totally lead into, you know, some secret invasion stuff or whatever. We sell, like, those comics, like, frame comics at my work of, like, secret, inv- uh, yeah. secret invasion and stuff like that. And it's so weird seeing, like, a scrawl in Hawkeye's armor it's and stuff so like cool, that. It's so cool, yeah. It is cool, and I would be down to see it. I think that... I just don't... I think they're, they're going to be nice scrolls. I don't think they're going to go that route. They may go that route of, like, oh, let's help like disguise as someone and get across me like what Dylan was saying, but I don't think it's ever going to be the bad guy version. Cause but I, there could I, be bad scrolls too. That's there there yeah. could be. I just don't think Didn't they now. established that in Captain Marvel? That there's other... I think, yeah, they said there's other scrolls out yeah. there. And now they own Fox, so they have like the superior scrolls, so maybe that'll be a thing. I just think from that end credit scene being used very comedic and then uh, Fury working with a lot of them up there, there could be, but I don't think... Uh, I, I, it's just a vibe I get. We're going to have nice guys and yeah. You know, how, long, how long uh, do you guys think Fury's been like a scroll? Like what other movies in the MCU? When do you think he went to space? Because like obviously this stuff. I watched the uh, video Captain Marvel is like, you know, this happened in the oh. 90s. Well, I watched the video. Oh, I think it's been just after Endgame. 
I think the funeral. Then he goes. I, I that's don't, that's my inclination yeah, yeah. too. And, and I wouldn't want if they revealed that that was Talos at the funeral. That would be a big disappointment. He's got his slurpee. Well, especially at the the last shot of the funeral is Nick Fury, yeah. and it just is perfect because he went and recruited Tony. Yeah. So unless that was a scroll as well, I, I really and that's why I really yeah, hope they don't yeah. do that stuff. I've always said the way they should do the scrolls, kind of like now is now we are in on the joke. So if there is a scroll, Nick Fury, we know. But if you go to the very beginning, Iron Man one, it's been a scroll this whole time. It's like. I don't know. That's a no, little. Yeah. There's a know. there's a scene you can check out because in Captain Marvel he says, you know, if my toast is cut diagonally, I can't eat it or whatever. If you watch Age of Ultron, he's cutting toast in uh, Hawkeye's oh, no. kitchen. Watch how he cuts it and just analyze it a little bit. How and you just can tell see. me right now? Does he? Cut yeah, how about you tell us? Because I'm not going to do that. He just doesn't um, cut it diagonally. I would he imagine. he cut he cuts it, but it's not diagonally. Um, and then, but the thing is, he rips the pieces and eats them like that. Mm. So it just makes you wonder, like, okay, is it overanalyzing here, or maybe it that was Talos? You're like the same guy that ranted about five minutes with the Tony left arm theory. That was oh, yeah. that went nowhere. You know, you just you got to play that, into these and theories. That, and yeah, and that was in uh, Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron, yeah, in Hawkeye's house. That's a while ago. So Feige, like, Jesus. Feige for season. I I doubt that one because Age of Ultron set up a bunch of stuff that never happened because that was in the middle of, like, Perlmutter going away. Like, Thor Ragnarok was supposed to be the super dark like creepy movie and then it became like you know, yeah, but Feige, Feige was, he was there Ike Perlmutter was another like partner in this thing oh, with okay. running Marvel Studios with them but then they're kind of like we just want Feige to do it he's the same guy that Iron Man 3 was supposed to have a female villain and Perlmutter's like oh, I don't know I won't sell toys so eventually they're like we're gonna trust Feige and that, so it's I don't know good exactly call guys when. Yeah, yeah, great call. So that's Our why companies I've, still s- doing that. Like, oh, we won't put you in the movie because it won't sell toys. They're I don't. I think it's stopping Pro-Mutter. now. Yes, Promoter. Yeah, do it. it's stopping now. But look at Force Awakens. Remember, they weren't putting Ray in like the Monopoly and stuff like that. I think it's start. They I, weren't oh, putting her in Monopoly. No, no, no. Because they, yeah. wow, what a fucking joke. I honestly think like Shasta DC. I honestly think Wonder Woman really changed that, and because Wonder Woman broke a lot of records and stuff. Yeah. I think that was like, oh, we can make money with females. Like, yeah, because there's a whole fucking half the earth that wants to see these movies you know i'm glad i didn't buy that monopoly i would want (laughs) they put her in retroactively everyone complained about it good fuck um, um Taylor, let's just, be honest, you have the steel case of that Monopoly. Okay? You, you can't open <laughs> Not it. Yet. Yeah. It hurts every time to roll the dice. <laughs> oh, one quick thing. Uh the one thing that I agree with you that I, I really hope it was the real Nick Fury at the funeral. Mm-hmm. The one thing that worries me is that when uh the fake Nick Fury was in the, the hotel room, he shot Ned with the blow dart and then uh um, blow dart, really? It, it looked like it, right? Sure, sure. Blow dart out of a gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but then he said, like, we met at the funeral. So I, I might have been, th- or that's the one thing I, I thought was he thinking. said we didn't meet. He said funeral. we didn't meet. Because remember, he said, but uh, I didn't... saw you. Because, like, we were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he yeah, was but, there. But unless I, right. I think he, ta- yeah. he was probably talking with Talos, giving him information. That's what I'm really hoping. Like or oh, Talos yeah. was there as well with Nick Fury. <laughs> Fury is like the Mysterio. He's like the director behind it all, right? He's up there with his fucking <laughs> fishbowl. Director <laughs> Fury. <laughs> Talos makes a really bad joke and shows up as Tony Stark at the funeral, and everyone's like, fuck this guy. Uh, you're gonna get an ad break and then you're gonna be right back to the episode oh you smell really weird yeah (laughs) thor just destroys um i want to go somewhere because i i I want to i want to talk about cast isn't done yet i want to talk about before mysterio but i thought you know this is not as prevalent so i got some aunt may problems um this is some big cons for me and you know what if you think oh i don't give a shit about me just a minor character that's fine and that's where when it comes in different adaption it's all that works for you for me i love aunt may it's kind of like an alfred thing it's important to the character i think this is where some of the laziest writing gets in here because i don't understand so this homecoming this homecoming ended with this huge reveal 
of Peter being revealed to her. She's got the big cliffhanger. Oh, what the fuck? And we've never had that in movies. So I remember seeing Homecoming being like, oh, well, this is going to be fun. Let's see how this plays out. Sure, you get some fun banter. Sure, oh, I packed your suit in the suitcase. But we don't even get one conversation. Not a flashback. Nothing about it. And for me, the biggest problem is as well is in Homecoming, at one point when he was dealing with that boat, that split up he just said he was late and when he shows up late aunt may's super frantic she was calling him she's worried she's having an anxiety attack you would think that same character who is worried that her uh, nephew is just late would be even ultra worried that it's spider-man and even if she's not then why is she not because that makes no sense they had a character set up they gave her motivations and to me that set up perfectly of oh she's gonna be really worried so now that she knows he's spider-man she's gonna be always worried of should you do this like mm-hmm. you're putting your life on the rest but this is just so nonchalant and that's not my problem with the mcu spider-man i feel they just don't really want to get too emotional with peter the iron man stuff's different because it's a big death that affects like the viewers and everyone else in the world but scenes like uh, uh, and uh, you know i'm comparing but whatever that's life i like to compare and you know taylor doesn't so i know he's gonna give me shit over there but with peter parker when he's telling that scene in spider-man 2 about how he let uncle ben's killer go and he killed uncle ben and he's telling at me it's just this five minutes seeing them talking and crying it's really emotional and i think they just they don't want to do that because they want to keep with this team like that's me vibe they want to keep with that fun loving kind of vibe and that's what doesn't work for me and it makes no sense that they set up Aunt May to be this one character she's a different character in the next movie and then they don't even talk about it and two the other thing is because I'm a big Uncle Ben fan and just that idea still not really talked about and they it reminded me of Quicksilver in Dark Phoenix minor spoiler they set up a fucking home run she's starting to finally date now would be the time like hey i haven't met anyone since your uncle but happy he's a really nice guy like he makes me happy no pun intended like there's multiple uh, like ways to bring up him being spider-man or uncle ben and it just bugs me and that's why it's an adaption they're not doing it that's fine if you enjoy that but for me i still want that and it just is it's very the uncle ben stuff fine but the aunt may stuff really bugs me because they set this whole thing up at homecoming and they just abandon it to like he's fun and you know i think at, at this point in time you know they did that with homecoming but then after you know infinity war and then endgame we got two really huge movies where i feel like those events would definitely whether there's some dynamic or not with Aunt may those two events would have definitely made Aunt may feel comfortable that he is fighting But why not have her say that that's thing you because this is to... already this is already such a long time after homecoming like but a really for long us, time not, re- not really though it's not in continuity it's at least like five us, years a... though so, well it is but she not for her she didn't get snapped so she is the same continuity as he does and for us it's only been two years since homecoming if, if she, she didn't did if she, she did didn't get, get snapped yeah then she did get snapped sorry yeah. yeah well if she did yeah then it would have been i don't it's know the same been, time would have so, been pretty quick but then even then i feel i feel like she would have felt justified in his actions that he is one of the reasons that she came back you know but then well, i th- i think that conversation needs to happen it shouldn't be you have to tell me that it doesn't make sense to set her up as this character who's frantically worried about her nephew just being late even before she knows he's spider-man to he is out there fucking fighting everything get your suit just something but they don't even talk about there's even one more i can't remember he screws up and he, she goes oh it's fine it's, you've had a he does something wrong it's like oh it's fine you deserve a break or whatever it's just they're constantly anytime there's stakes like that in these movies they just pull them away from peter that's why i like the mysterio thing but other than that they just candle him with kid gloves like there's no consequences to his actions because i just think they don't want you to deal with that and that happened a lot in homecoming too just everything is like why is he late why is this like nothing's really he gets no punishment whatsoever Mm -hmm. it's just very breezy and that's where i worry we'll get in the end credits but like that reveal i don't think it's going to really go the way it is because the homecoming ended with this huge reveal of aunt may if to me that's where i don't buy what you're selling is because if they ended the movie like that 
that to me is a major plot point. You don't end the movie like that if it's gonna be nothing in her second movie. She's she's nothing in like, this movie. She's comedic I, relief. It didn't I mean, I really liked Anne May in the movie and that like I definitely overlooked it and maybe it was just, you know, grooming from the trailers or whatever they showed. Like I wasn't going in there expecting, okay, where's that dynamic scene between Peter being Spider Man and Aunt May? Give me that scene. Like I didn't I wasn't let down at all with that and I, for me personally, I really liked how she was so pro Spider Man, and I loved it. Like that scene when the suit was in there with the note, and I just, I like jumped in my seat, like, oh no! And even the reaction Peter gave, it was just, it was fantastic. And I, uh, I, at the end of the day, though, I mean, it's not something that I'll probably like sweat too much over because <laughs> there's just, I, to me, like, yes, she was snapped, but there, and Peter was snapped too, but there's just so much of a time period that changed the world and everything like that, and. I don't know. I I can get over that, I, I guess. I think I'm more on Travis's side because she doesn't have like any meaningful conversation mm-hmm. in this whole movie. Like I think the best stuff from her in the first movie was between her and Tony. And so obviously yeah. you can't really have that dynamic anymore. And that wasn't even like deep conversation either. That was just more comedic relief, but it was it was fun to see that dynamic. And I do kind of like the stuff between her and Happy. I think it's it's kind of funny. But yeah, it's like her character really doesn't have any depth and it's definitely lacking that emotional attachment that Aunt May always has for this character and like other every other form of Spider-Man I've ever like seen. Even the game, like think about how much mm-hmm. they hit you with that. You know, just, she's just such a big character, and this just feels she's just yeah. Peter's nothing. always he's always different around her because yeah. that's like that's his only family, and it's kind of like this twisted relationship. And yeah, there's like this big trauma there with Uncle Ben, which we still don't know about. So there's yeah, the the it's it's just too bad that. I don't know, I'm, I'm fine with it being like a younger Aunt May. That has nothing to do yeah. with it. It's just that they don't really want to do anything yeah. with her, which kind of sucks. It's like you almost could have not had Aunt May in this continuity or something. And why like, get an actress that is, she's won an Oscar before. Like, why get an actress of that caliber? When they cast her, I'm like, oh, you're going to Oscar winning actress. You're going to give her some really meaty stuff to do here. And it's, you know, good for her. She's getting a paycheck. That's nice. But it's just, it's strange to go. You could get almost any no mm-hmm. name for this role. Yeah. I, I do like the supportive, like the dynamic of anime being supportive of Spider-Man. I think that's cool. But yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with like her still being worried about him and being supportive. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's, they shouldn't have to be separate things. And I know it's tricky because he's not in America in this movie. So maybe like when they get back, they're going to have some more of like her dynamic, but Maybe they won't. Maybe she'll just always kind of stay like this. And if she does, then unfortunately she's just a, another flat character when they when there's already quite a few of those mm. in this movie and the yeah. first movie. I have to say I really, really liked when she just whipped that banana at his head. You really, really liked it. I really, mm-hmm. really liked it. Okay. It was fine. I um, created the Peter Tingle joke, which I wasn't a fan <laughs> love of. Love that so. joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the anime stuff. I feel like I'm kind of in the middle because I... I feel like it was a missed opportunity for them to have like a sentimental conversation like in the beginning of the movie because that was when they're actually together as opposed to like right at the end. Um, but like especially, I don't know, just mention like stuff that happened in Endgame or just like, I don't know. It, it just felt it's like a huge thing. Yeah it, it's, yeah, it felt like a very lo- like uh, lost opportunity for me. And like even like in that moment when I was watching it I w- and then uh, sorry, like when they they send off. So obviously they're not. uh I am butchering my words right now, but he, <laughs> but, but he goes to Europe. She remains in America, mm-hmm. so they're not together. I just as soon as that happened, I was just like, oh, that was kind of lit. Like, hopefully, we get something back like later on in the movie, which we didn't end up really getting. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I felt like it didn't bug me as much because of what Dylan said. Like, they are in different places. Like, if if this mm-hmm. whole movie was in New York and the same thing happened where they yeah, don't even talk about it, that would have been yeah. really hard to digest. And but this one, I'm kind of giving it a break for that. But I definitely. 
understand like the problems with it and i do agree to a certain extent that i don't know i i do understand the importance of aunt may of a character in the in the spider-man just i don't know anything to do with spider-man yeah the mythos that's a good word i like that one (laughs) but uh you know she's just she's really like important character to peter you know Mm -hmm. and like it really like builds that character so i'm hoping in the next movie we do get to see some more uh just fleshed out things with her and i don't know but for this one i'm kind of giving it a pass mainly because they were in different places but definitely could have been better yeah sorry we're gonna say something else there no, you, okay. Uh, you, buddy. I was gonna say, I think you know, sometimes you gotta when you have a lot of sequels established or on the way. I think you gotta like give and take and trade with different films. I think the first one, Homecoming, had a lot of that kind of dynamic and a lot of that care where he was worried about Aunt May after all she's been through and all that stuff. And even then, moments like where you know he was trapped under the rubble and he had to like it was a really you know um, emotional moment when he was trying to just gain that confidence and just push up out of it. And I feel like, you know, a lot of those scenes that weren't in this movie, I think we got things in both movies that we didn't get uh, at the same time in each other movies. So, like, what we did and didn't get in Homecoming, uh, we didn't get, but we did get mm-hmm. in Far From Home. So I yeah, feel like I, I guess trading. I just look at it and I'm like, okay, I would have taken Ned out of this movie. I would take the teacher out and yeah. have an Aunt May scene that actually has, like, impact on the mm-hmm. story or some emotional attachment. So that's where I see, like, there's I feel like there's a lot of filler in this movie. And, that, like, introducing that whole gym teacher character who just says which five times like yeah. take him out completely and boom you just gained yourself two minutes that you can have like one emotional scene mm-hmm. with that may so if there wasn't so much like kind of i feel like i don't want to say crap sounds really bad but yeah like if there fodder. wasn't yeah if there wasn't so much fodder just kind of packed into this movie maybe i could understand that better but as it stands, like if this is the Aunt May that is if this is all Aunt may ever is and she's just like this in all the rest of the movies then I'm going to be pretty disappointed with it. I don't think so. it will be. I mean, if I the rumors... Will be. No, I don't I don't know. I think they'll definitely, you know... I think the next movie, you know, we didn't get much in this, but I think we'll definitely get a lot more in the next. You know, I think as Peter gets older, I think they're going to kind of tidbit a little bit more into, like, Uncle Ben's story and what happened there. And I, I think it's just a matter of time. I think they're doing... They're choosing set things first, and then they're going to dive more into the mythos. I just don't understand, because that to me then is poor filmmaking. You're talking about they're setting things up, then dive in the mythos. That's what Homecoming was. It was this big setup to end on a cliffhanger to dive into. And that's, for me, why this movie, it feels, I'm not sure if it is a Sony thing, but MCU is always building upon the sequels. They don't do that where it's like, oh, one sequel, give and take, and give and take. They're always following up. So for me, to them, just kind of drop storylines and fill them with, kind of like what nonsense like Dylan was referring to and I I don't think we're gonna get I don't think you'll ever see Uncle Ben in these movies cast it I don't think uh, you might get a mention but even then it's just like her dating happy it's just you could be a scene it could be a conversation which is like oh you two are together and they kind of quit back and forth and Peter's like I gotta go and it's a really weird scene of he sits them down and says we really need to talk and then he leaves 10 seconds after it's just like What's going on here? So, I think he knew what he was going to get them into. I think he knew they were No, I know, but that's where it's just, for me, it's like poor editing and writing because it's just, you feel like you're going to get more and that's the thing. It's all, I think other than Peter and maybe MJ eventually, I feel like everyone's just very surface level and that's mm-hmm. what sucks because I think Spider-Man has some of the best characters and they're not really using them. If you think about stuff like Harry, Ned, it's just like, what we were talking about earlier. He's just a joke. He's just a comedic beat. And I'm not even a big Ned fan, but still, I'm not going to become a bigger Ned fan of him. His whole storyline, he's with this girl. And then what happens is he breaks out with the girl. So it just feels like an episode of TV. And MCU does feel like that, but this feels like one of the, the laser ones of like, oh, we got the Netflix, we got to fill out the 13, you know? So it's just yeah. like, 
that's that's a shame and I, I don't think they will i think uh, aunt may will stay like this and she'll stay because I, I don't really i like these spider movies but i don't think they're really delivering on these emotional stuff they want to be fun and get the plushies and all this stuff and text and blah 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 and yeah which is okay it can be if you like that it's great for you Perfect. it's not okay, <laughs> not okay for me um <laughs> Just this is totally jumping back, but I forgot to shout this out. The scene when he gets the glasses, like when Nick Fury gives it to them, mm-hmm. I really like that scene. But I would have preferred him not wearing a mask. It, it's kind of like the Kylo Ren effect, how like you want to see that emotion that Tom Holland can bring. Because I don't know, I felt like he would have been tearing up under the, behind that mask, right? There's a super nitpicky thing that I had to okay. shout out. And then the other scene I also really was not a fan of like whatsoever was the uh the bus scene mm. when peter yeah. brings in like the kill bot to like kill brad I, j- I just really didn't like it i liked ideas but it seemed way too over the yeah, top and definitely very very, very like, cheesy like almost killed his whole class and it just like yeah i don't know like obviously mistakes happen but it just felt felt i don't know it just i didn't like it i agree i'm yeah, surprised fair. i thought that scene was amazing i thought how it just went from one to a hundred and the drone comes out of the satellite it's like holy shit like he's he's gotta like get a handle on this tech here and like i love those specs so the much specs were cool i, I really like want to order a pair off of ebay like they're so i don't think they'll be those ones those aren't, real. Those aren't real oh yeah they said that and it's 100 percent connected to the satellite <laughs> Just kidding. Calling some death <laughs> but uh like when he jumps out of the, the the van and then like shoots down the drone, I thought that was when uh MJ would have like noticed because <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I don't know. That was just they did they didn't mention maybe it. She, she didn't was notice. maybe she was the only one still know. looking and at Peter. Like, I felt like it oh, would have jumped ten feet in the air. Well, she didn't mention <laughs> that. that drone. She didn't mention that though when they're on the bridge. She like she, she mentioned Washington. She mentioned all these things, and I feel like for the type of character she is, she wouldn't really care about baby goats. Like. I don't know. I just feel like she wouldn't. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she would just be I in the back. I don't think many people would care about baby goats. I would. I would totally look. You think every single person on that bus cares about baby goats? I can't speak for everyone that would be on my bus, if but I would yelled, be looking. I think <laughs> he's right about MJ, though. He's right about MJ. She ain't yeah. yeah. fuck about no baby No, goats. exactly. And like she would have just been in the back just watching mm-hmm. Peter because she liked him, not just because she thought he was Spider-Man, which we found out later. It was just certain stuff like that I had irks with, but those big Mysterio mm-hmm. moments kind of kind of outweighed those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a couple random thoughts. I like the two new suits that we get in this mm-hmm. movie. Uh, both the of them advanced suit too. Do you nice see it? Fresh. Oh, when it was when he was scrolling through. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. real Iron Real Spider. quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, they won't do it. And uh, as, as my uh, nickname alluded to, I like the Night Monkey joke. That's a fun mm-hmm. one. Uh, I like when he was watching on the news too. Yeah. Because like they don't even translate in English, but you can kind of figure out what it says. Yeah. Night monkey. <laughs> like Mysterio. What's his name? Yeah. Yeah. So good. Uh, and I like that uh, during that uh, the Mysterio trippy sequence, there's that quick flashback of, of the this homemade suit. I, yeah. I mm-hmm. like seeing that as well. So those are just you know you got that's a big part of Spider Man is all the different suits that he has, especially playing like the the video game which has like twenty or thirty different ones. So yeah, it's cool to see a few different ones in there. We and I like when he's making his new suit. I was yeah, yeah, I was gonna that, say it's a fun sequence. Yeah, like we already mentioned that very scene, but very just, Tony Stark. Right? Yeah, exactly. And like he was just like just editing like everything like the different webs and stuff you could do i'm like man like yeah. they add that in the video game where you can customize your Spider-Man own spider too, suit baby. let's go you sometimes forget that he's really smart and like tech no. and like technology like yeah. they don't go into that as much no. like they kind of started off in uh i guess civil war his first movie he's got like he's like hacking gear and stuff like that mm-hmm. in his room but you don't really get a ton of that so no. it was fun to see i mean i guess you get that earlier in the movie as well when he's talking to mysterio about yeah. the alternate realities and he just totally understands so i like we get a couple uh, moments of that and it's a good reminder that he like as much as he comes off of like aloof sometimes and giving those glasses away to mysterio risky move he is 
uh really smart uh, you know tech wise I, I love in that scene too and mysterio's like never apologize for being the smartest guy in yeah, the room good. <laughs> yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. good you're gonna get an ad break and then you're gonna be right back to the episode i'm trying to think of any I, other I got, like I key got, scenes yeah. i don't know about particular scenes but there's two big things that we sort of talk about yeah yeah i'll this is a quick like thing i'll show show is uh some editing i didn't really like the beginning scene i was not a fan of just 20 seconds of maria hill they've showed to mexico and like i think a hydro man pops up first so you don't want any part of this i don't know why it needed to be there but also there was many times where when mysterio sacrifices himself the first time he's on the ground and then there's just like a hard cut and nick fury's just like standing right over him like you sh- we really need someone like you. You could be on the Avengers. And then later on when uh, he goes through that, uh, Spider-Man goes through that trippy stuff and he beats Mysterio. And then he's like on the ground hurting and they cut and Nick Fury's just right there again. There's multiple times where it felt like when you're playing... scroll, man. He's well, sneaking. <laughs> there, there, it felt like there's multiple times where when you were playing a video game and you like skip a couple dialogue trees and whatnot. Oh, yeah. That's what it felt like. There's many times where they're, not the pacing of the movie, but just the pacing of the scene. It was edited very poorly. And it's all those kind of conversations things where it's just it felt like there was stuff missing and that's where it felt kind of uh uh, it sounds really bad but amateur hour at times it it felt like they the first time i was like oh maybe some shots just got lost but then they did it a few more times so for me it it reminded me and it's bad comparison but reminded me of batman vs superman sometimes of the editing of just like scenes randomly being spliced here and it was it was very poor editing so not the whole way but just certain instances which is again kind of strange because i was watching homecoming and that didn't have that problem Hmm. so I'd have to look and see. I should look to this. I didn't. I didn't notice any, but I trust your keen mm-hmm. film eye. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a couple like CGI scenes that wasn't really a fan. It just looked a little off for me. Like, uh, there's a scene. I think it's when Peter's like in his civilian clothes. He might have a mask on, but he he does like this little like, like he swings up onto a roof and kind of does a flip, and it just looks really like, mm. not, <laughs> not like not what I'm used to seeing in like an MCU movie. Right, so, right. just had to mention it. Um. Oh, I had something I was gonna mention. Uh, someone, a scene, some, someone else, a big thing. Someone else do some filler so I can think. If we got nothing else, we're gonna jump on the big thing. The two topics. Uh, okay, well, I forgot what I was gonna say, but since we're on the the topic near the end, uh, I don't think this was an end credit scene. When oh no, it is when Peter's swinging through the city with like on his date with MJ. With MJ, yeah. Yes. I gotta say, just seeing Tom Holland like in actually New York, it gets me so excited for a movie when he's actually like swinging around through the city. You yeah. know, like because like in Homecoming. There wasn't that kind much of, more of the that. suburbs. Yeah, no. exactly. And then this one obviously is in Europe. So that end scene when he, um, when he's just swinging around like the huge skyscrapers totally felt like a PS4 Spider-Man game. And then also just like a Toby because that's what Toby was doing, right? Just swinging yeah. through New York. Like I'm just so excited to see Tom Holland in that scenario. I like right? how zoomed in they were uh, in <laughs> yeah. that swinging scene. It's kind of fun. I have one thing I want to say in regards to that scene. So one of the buildings that he went over, it had like a, like a green turquoise colored roof. Was that the building that was Harry, like Osborne's building from the, um, what do you call it? Uh, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man mm, films? I would say The no. roof looked identical to like his <laughs> yeah, building. Like, and we know we get lots of those aerial shots it, of their building. It could be, but I don't think it's, I think it could be a building in New York. I don't yeah. think they're trying to imply uh, Will Defoe's in there. No, I don't, I don't think so. At I just window. thought it was just <laughs> yeah. like a fun, you know, a fun little his Easter egg. <laughs> Back to formula. <laughs> there is a fun Easter egg, though. So, because um, uh, we, we speculate if Oscorp or anything is going to be in there, it's not. But um, on the uh, Avengers Tower that was bought when he's swinging past it, there's a sign that says, We can't show you what's next. And then in between the letters, there's a one, a two, and a three. So, and then there's a question mark. So, that could be 
phase one, phase two, phase three, mm. or it could be one, oh. two, three, four for Fantastic Four. And it's weird that there's some billboard on this building oh. saying we can't show you what's next. So Comic-Con, baby, we're going to be covering Ooh. that shit. That Fantastic is interesting. Four, they had a tower in New York, didn't they? The Baxter Building. So the that's Baxter why, building. When, yeah, in Homecoming, everyone said it's either Oscorp or Baxter Building, but that was at the time when Fox still had Fantastic Four, but now when they do... That's a billboard is easy to CGI at any point, and so yeah, I think uh, and so, I, that's always I think we've all agreed that I think Fantastic Four is before X Men. So, so you think that when we get the DVD digital release <laughs> of Spider Man Far From Home, when we watch it, it'll say Baxter Building? No. The CGI transition. No, no, they're not gonna go. <laughs> no, no, I know what you're talking about like the dynamic between <laughs> Deadpool and Spider Man and how good that one is, but I just can't wait for that Johnny Storm Spider Man. Oh yeah. Oh. Well, technically, I don't know if people know this, but Spider-Man actually debuted in the issue of Fantastic Four. That's where it wasn't Spider-Man. Really, eh? Let's go, Spidey. That's interesting. So he has lots of ties. What year? Like the 60s, like 63 or something. It's a long time ago. Because Fantastic Four was like, they're called Marvel's first family. They're technically the Superman. They were the first Marvel comic. Interesting. So maybe they helped Peter fight the Sinister Six. Well, maybe let's talk about that right now. So we got two post-credit scenes. Let's just start with, there's the big plot one. Let's just start with the fanboy one first because this is exciting. If you go check out our final predictions for Spider-Man Far From Home. Here it comes. If I ever had to say it, hashtag Travis told you because, man... It was so good to it see J.K. So Simmons back. Oh, yeah. It threw me off with him not having the hair, to be honest. I had to do a double take. But um, I, I, think it's, I think it's perfect. I do hope we get some scenes. I'm going to talk about that after. So I, I hope that because he's this Fox News sort of guy that it's not. He's just always on the side. But if he is, I will still take it. If it said, hey, Jonah just on the side or no Jonah, I'd still take it even if he doesn't interact oh, yeah. with Peter. So fantastic. Mysterio is the greatest hero of all time. <laughs> I'm ready, and he better be in Spider-Man three like in a role. So yeah, oh, very yeah. hype. I, mm-hmm. It blew my mind, honestly. Like I, I, I knew there was some like minor talks, but I don't know. You don't want to, you don't want to, like I don't know, believe those mm-hmm. without actually getting it. So as soon as I saw him, I just <laughs> cheered. Oh man, I was so like hyped. Yeah, I just, the theater popped off. Yeah, sure. it was yeah. so awesome. I love that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm super stoked. And it's like they really built up to it too because he's like flying through the city. He like mm-hmm. takes a photo. There's even like a shot through a building that I, I think that is the Daily Bugle. Like it's very quick. I'm guessing that's what it was. And then like even just like there's like a news broadcast. Everyone looks over to it. I I don't know. I was totally blown away. It's it's so funny because we did our, you know, our fan cast. And that was, as I mentioned this a couple times now, but that was the like character. Like none of us were like, this doesn't like... None of these really fit. I hated my pick person. I was like, no, I can't see anyone else doing this role. Mm-hmm. Like, it just sucks. Like, I don't know. Like, what are they going to do with this character? But yeah. they did the best, like, the ideal scenario. And it just makes me super curious what the continuity of that is. Like, are, is it the same universe? Is it some multidimensional stuff? Are they just ignoring I think they're those? Just, I think that's why he doesn't have the hair. Because I think they want to say that it's just stunt casting. And, hey... We know everyone wanted him back. He's playing our Jonah. He has nothing to do with those over there, especially because there was no dimensions in this movie. Yeah. So I think that it's just, hey, we know you guys want him back. So he's back as our new Jonah. But I don't think... Well, they he, knew as well as us that no one else was going to do that role. So. 100%. Yeah. And that's what... I, the interviews haven't come out yet. It's just a podcast I follow that interviewed him. But John Watts apparently says they'll be coming out Sunday when they can release spoiler interviews with the cast and directors. He said there was no one else they were thinking of, which hopes, gives me hope that he will be in the third one yeah. more. But they said they didn't even think about recasting it which could be lie but i honestly believe that because that's just very daunting he's just yeah. perfect for that role yeah i mean i wonder like spidey was taking photos mm-hmm. or he took a but photo i, I don't know i don't think he is a journalist newspaper in fact yeah i, I didn't he, get the, i didn't get the vibe and like it's hard if he's if everyone knows who he is 
as well, right? I have a theory. Talk about Jonah, and then we'll get into that uh, part. Uh, I really, really enjoyed, you know, seeing him pop up, and I love the whole conspiracy theorist news anchor kind of role he was, you know, portrayed as. Felt very different and very fresh. Um, I, I just, I, when he was taking the pictures, I got that vibe, like, oh, you know, maybe he's doing some photography, and then as soon as you know. Uh, Jonah popped up. I was like, oh my God, like, you know, he, this is all, it's all the dots are intertwining now. They're connecting. <laughs> and, uh, I just, I, I really want to see the dialogue between those two characters, Tom Holland, Peter Parker and mm-hmm. J. Jonah Jameson. Cause it's just great. Like I just, I, I, I started pulling up like clips of, you know, Sam Raimi's J. Jonah Jameson, where he's just laughing and just all the, the great stuff. And I just, I want to see that. Yeah, yeah. it's iconic. I want to see that with, you know, Peter Parker, but like we said in the, our, uh, like predictions cast, like it's going to be hard because with Tobey Maguire and Jameson, like Tobey Maguire just has that innocent, awkward, like the you puppy can just, dog eyes. yeah, you can insult him and he's just going to take it, you know, <laughs> he's just as down, uh, do good or down to earth to his core. But like, when you throw in like Peter Parker, Tom Holland's Peter Parker, he's like, he's so different and he's so like snappy and talking, but I can see him walking into like the office and like picking things up like, oh, this is cool. And Jonah like yelling at him and freaking out, you know, and I don't know. It's just I, I, I can't wait to see where they go, uh, where they go with that. It's just mm-hmm. it's going to be super exciting. So, so I, I'll ask you this. Are you going to be disappointed if we don't get scenes of them together? Because to me, what we're going to talk about next, I don't know if that's a possibility with him being known as spider-man now i don't i honestly don't think they're gonna take the that approach of them having what if he wears like a disguise of what, what if he put some glasses on changes his name to porker maybe i don't think <laughs> that's gonna happen but maybe i is it true because one of the reviews i was watching <laughs> they said i don't know <laughs> what's true <laughs> They like. said that this has happened before and it's been dealt with in ways where everyone... Oh, yeah. You can definitely come up with a solution of, like, no, that Mysterio was lying. That guy tried to kill everyone. Why would you believe him? I'm not... Well, and but to, for I'm Mysterio to actually in, uh, drop, like, an, a name drop for who the identity is of the superhero, I feel like that's very, like, spot on that many yeah. people But you don't see his face it. in that video. That's what I was going to mention. You never see... He shows Peter Parker, but in the video of him executing the people, it's cut off and you don't see his head. Mm, well, the, yeah. the one You get, thing, like, the voice, but, you know, there's ways around that. that. But it's that also, easily. like... I feel like his classmates are going to be looking at him and being like, "This guy kind of sounds." Oh yeah, like it's not going to—it's not going to be ignored. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah. That, so yeah. <laughs> Just don't talk. About now it. we're talking about the final end credit scene or the first. I one, actually which have is, one quick question yeah, yeah. for you. The the idea that like Jonah is doing like a podcast or something like it was done in the video game as well, yeah. and then it was also I I started playing the Lego like Marvel. One of them, and nice. Jonah's like the same. He's like the same kind of character. Is that did they do that in the comics? Like in recent times, is that what Jonah is? Kind of. He's not really around that much. Like he was, I think. I like think even just the idea of like a newspaper isn't really no, not really because of these today, days, right? right? Yeah. So there, there's times where like Aunt May was dating like his brother or something, so he was kind of kept around in the family that way. Okay. So they found different ways to keep him in the comic books, but, but I think the newspaper's kind of dead because. But have they have they done like specifically like a podcast? Sort of storyline in the recall, comics, not a, not really a storyline. Okay. And if I think it's more the website, but I don't think a podcast. I think right, the right. podcast was pretty exclusive too. I, I can't remember Lego Marvel, but I think the game. Like I they, think he's pretty much like a conspiracy theorist in, yeah. the, in the in the Lego game. He's Alex Jones, if you know who that is. <laughs> yeah. I know it's political, but so yeah, this end credit scene, which is it is an end credit scene, but really it just feels like it. They didn't have another one. They just cut the end of the movie and then did that. It's fine, but it's kind of strange. So 
<laughs> the big reveal is Mysterio has doctored some things to make it look like Spider-Man executed all these people and was ahead of it, and he killed Mysterio, mm-hmm. which I really like because that's a cla- like that just fits Mysterio's character. It set him up of saying, "Hey, anyone's gonna believe anything nowadays, and they're yeah. gonna believe what they want to." Um, for me, it's a. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I like the Mysterio aspect. I actually don't like either way it goes because I feel it's almost like the Aunt May thing again, where they reveal he's Spider-Man and then at the end of Spider-Man three, he's not that, and it's like, oh well, we just we just kind of oh we found a fun way out of it. We didn't see his face, and it's not him, even though like Kirkland said, so many people be like that makes complete sense. Or we get that he is just full on Peter Parker, and I just think that's really early, and that to me takes away a lot of yeah. like the things I like about Homecoming, that class dynamic, him and MJ. That's completely gone now if he's on the run. And I, I don't even think it fits as far as I feel like enough <coughs> oh, excuse me. Enough Avengers would stand up and say, Hey, he was with us at the end battle. He like I don't think they're gonna believe this. So right. it was fun to get to Jonah, but I don't actually really like where we're heading with Spider Man Three. I have a theory, I, yeah. but I'm not a fan of either way we go. I, I think the I think the plan here is that he just is he just joins the Avengers, right? And he's just like a part of the Avengers now, like full time. And that makes sense. He can like have his identity revealed, like like Iron Man, right? Like obviously, a lot of those uh, comparisons were made in this movie, and I feel like that's maybe like the path they're going for. And I yeah, I agree with you. It's like there's just some fun stuff of like Peter and Spider. Like you never there's always like some characters that figure it out, or I mean, rarely actually in the other stuff I've seen. Like it, most people don't really know. They like already in Homecoming they did that more than like most other iterations of the character that I've seen. But like something like a Jonah. Or Peter's like getting all these photos from Spider-Man. Yeah. Like you're not, you can't get that anymore it's gone, because it's yeah. like, well, they, they, that guy said you're, you're, you're Spider-Man. So obviously that's where you're getting these photos from. So you, you're already like, there's just some stuff we're never gonna be able to get anymore with this universe because that idea is out there. Even if people don't believe it at large and they go for some play where Mysterio made it up. Like there's always going to be character. There has to be like naysayers who are like, no, it def- he definitely is. Even Spider-Man. Brad at the end was like, he's always gone. He went to his family. Like, what's mm-hmm. the deal? The MJ shut him down. But still, it's just you have characters already. So and it sucks because we talked about this on the predictions because I really listened to it today. That's the only character in the MCU that had that secret identity, anything, yeah. right? And if that is gone, it's just that was another thing unique to Spider-Man that they plucked away to make him Iron Man Jr., which for me is mm-hmm. like, eh, like, I don't want that. I want, like, I think that's something cool to do down the line, but already in, like, the two, one, yeah. that to me, again, feels like we gotta be different. He's never yeah. had his identity revealed. It's like, I guess, but we're doing it in the sequel. All right. It, it was like different situation though, or sorry, it's a different situation, but in like uh, Spider Verse, how like they found out it was Peter Parker like after he died, like that yeah. totally made sense, and it like it was really good how they played that out. Like everyone's obviously he's dead now, so everyone's just sad. Just but, like, warning This him, one yeah. is just it's way too early, and yeah, I wasn't a big fan of it, especially uh, how it's just following like the MCU, uh, I don't know pattern. I guess everyone just doesn't have a secret identity, yeah. which. I don't know. I, I really don't like have a theory on what they're going to do or how mm-hmm. like what I would want to see. I just I don't know. I'm I'm interested to say the least. It's, it's one of those things again feels like what Travis said earlier of them trying to be different just for the sake of being yeah. different. And I wonder if that had something to do with this decision or how long ago they made this decision that they want to do this with with Peter Parker. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Like it really it could go either way. I could end up liking it but like initially it's just once again just so different from the spider-man that i know that i feel like who like who can really predict what they're going to do next with this character yeah and there's not like there isn't like i feel like a ton to look forward to in terms of 
oh, some of that classic Spider-Man stuff that I love. Like, we've already lost so much of that. Yeah. Uh, even, like, if they ever wanted to do Harry Osborn down the road, like, that that classic story is kind of out the window now because that dynamic is already, I guess, like, you could still do some aspects of it, but the dynamic that he, like, finds out or or Peter's a bad friend because these are reasons, like, that's kind of gone as well, so. Mm-hmm. And before Taylor goes, because I know you're talking about, and I think it's valid if people like these takes, that's great. And I think some people might push back and be like, oh, well, we have seen the Harry thing done before. Why mm-hmm. would you want to see it again? For me, why I was so excited with the Marvel partnership is I want to see them do it perfectly you know like i i feel like like you look at amazing spider-man and golem yeah. there it's like it's been a while since we had a good yeah like one. back to the burger thing it's like i went to a burger joint and it got burnt i'm not gonna not go back it's just i'm hoping when i go back this time it's like oh it's a new ownership you guys are gonna make a great burger and it's like oh you took away that sauce i like and that's thing and that's where i think you can have that if you like that they're doing different stuff i think that's great it's just that's for me i remember when they got that partnership it was like oh we can finally see this stuff done just the way i thought like just in a perfect way like even stuff when we talk about like x-men you know we're like oh we hope they can do things where these aren't these characters these aren't these themes like let's get a real nice like mm-hmm. great adaption like these other characters and it does feel that they're kind of scared to do those yeah. and they're gonna change I, it up and and if you like that great but i, I'm I could see a, a storyline we talked about this on on a recent cast where i think our predictions for phase four is like, what if they do a storyline where they kill off Peter Parker and then there's there's your Miles Morales, your Spider-Gun, mm-hmm. whoever it is, and maybe that will be, like, more kind of traditional stuff where there's a hidden identity. You can do some of that stuff there. And, like, this iterate, this Peter Parker, this Spider-Man is going to be the one who's in the public eye. People know who he is. He's in the Avengers. He's leading the Avengers. True. Uh, and I don't think I'm against that necessarily. I think that could be fun. But I, I'm just not, sh- like, sure. Like, I was looking forward to, like, a lot of the just like that classic Peter spider dynamic that we just won't really get in the traditional yeah. sense. And I, I feel like they're going to have to really justify it if they do want to go back to that style now. But I feel like once again, like they just really want it to be quite distant from what you are expecting or what you know. And I mean, maybe that's just like my limited knowledge. Like, of all the Spider-Man stuff I've seen, I've never seen that. Maybe it's been done in a few comic runs. They have, sure they have, they yeah. have, yeah, they have Definitely done it, tried. but I don't think, and that's where it's coming down to personal taste, I don't think those have been his strongest stories. You know, like Civil War was good because he did that, and then all the villains are like, well, we know who he is. Let's go get an Aunt May. But now, I guess, and that's where I have a theory about wait for Taylor to talk, and I, we don't have many like that many villains, and Vulture didn't strike me as the guy. I know he said he'd kill his family, but at the end of the day, he knew who's... And it, it's weird because it's fine, but... They can't do anything with that storyline now either that Vulture knew who Spider-Man was. Everyone in prison said, oh, you know who he is. And he's like, oh, you think if I knew who he was, he'd be dead. So it's like that. They are clearly playing something fun. Oh, Vulture knows his identity. How could that play into it? Nothing now. It's just, yeah, okay. And that's where it's, it's, it's strange. I, I, I really do question like some of those decisions at the end of Homecoming, even like the Aunt May decision, like maybe they didn't know if they were going to get the rights back and they just wanted to do something flashy and end the yeah. character off. And I don't, I don't know where the rights at now. Do we know? Like, no, we won't know. I bet till yeah. So and who knows what's happening behind the scenes? But maybe that's the reason they want to do this. They don't know how long they're gonna have Spider-Man with, so they're trying to just do something different and something that's. Uh, and maybe they're trying to set it up so that you could kill him off and like people would be okay with it because it's like ah, oh, it's not the Spider-Man that I know and mm-hmm. love. It's a, it's a different version. So if they well, switch it up, I think it also sets up if he's a criminal. It has, and let's say he's they end this movie. He's a criminal, and Sony decides they're gonna take Spider-Man back and not have him in the MCU. Easily, the Avengers would be like, "Well, Spider-Man's a criminal. That's why he's not on the Avengers." You know, like, and they won't say that, but just he has too much heat on him. The public doesn't trust mm-hmm. him, so they can easily write it off. Taylor, what do you think about all this? Um, 
So the question was his identity, right? Yeah, I how mean, you feeling about okay. like his identity real? That twist. <laughs> how do you always forget our questions? Oh my you guys God. have talked for it's a not, long time. It's not and I've about just been one set here. question. It's like clearly, you know, the I, I've been trying to follow and it's like it's been drifting in and out. I'm like, okay, so where do it's we start? all been about his identity. Has it? Yes. Jesus. Um, I, I'm not surprised. I feel like, you know, everyone knew his identity. I was groomed into this. You know, I was talking about this before when he came back and all 5,000 Avengers freaking knew his identity. I was like, this is no surprise. So, you know, as I said, there's probably guys up on the highway off of the Thanos battle probably watching and they're like, oh, it's Peter Parker. There's you no know? highway. Once again, there was, there's no one around. Um, so I, I feel like it definitely, uh. I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they tackle it. And I think that they're going to pull some kind of crazy stunt in order to... Uh, I think Doctor Strange might get in on this. And I think they might pull some crazy kind of stunt. And, uh, oh, yeah, I think so. Doctor Strange just gives zero fucks about what's going on with Peter Parker. Wow. He's dealing with the... Heartless. They say that in Avengers. Like, Ta- we- what part? What part do they say that? When when Wong is explaining, like, the Avengers deal with earthly threats, we deal with all the others. He's not going to worry about Peter Parker's identity and, like, he's a criminal. I feel like that's the last thing on Steven's What if you feel bad? He's like, I feel bad that Tony died. I'm going <laughs> to help him out. Even Peter in this movie is like, why can't Doctor Strange help me? They're like, yeah, he's busy doing more important stuff. Was that Mr. Strange? It's Doctor <laughs> Strange. Doctor Strange. Uh, well, that being said, anyways, I, I don't know. I feel like... Um, it's it's not I, I'm okay with the change and kind of like going down a different path. It doesn't really bother me. Again, like everyone's been learning his identity throughout all of these movies since, you know, his debut in Civil War, I feel like. So it's not it's not really the big surprise to me. Like even him trying to yeah. cover his identity, Tony Stark figured it out, you know, and then it progressed further in uh homecoming and progressed mm-hmm. further into um But it kinda takes away some impact of like MJ finding out. Right, because like, well, she's gonna. Find doesn't out really no matter, matter if she found out there. Yeah, it did for. I guess few, it, few a days. few days. <laughs> yeah. A few days, and it, I mean, it adds that aspect of like she figured it out, which is good. Like for her character, shows that she's smart and whatnot. But I guess like but, now that doesn't really matter that she found out. I guess I don't know. Everyone knows, so I, I mean, well, that's kinda, not true. Not everyone. That's not knew. true. Like more he, characters knew than regular, but yeah. not everyone. And he can't go on the public now. Let's say even if he's good guy. Man, he clears his name. He can't go to the public now because he didn't want that lifestyle like Tony and the rest of them, right? Like this movie talks about so many times how he just wants to be a kid and lives his life and be with the girl. He won't be able to do that now, even as good Spider-Man. People will be berating him all the time. He'll be on mission. So like his life has completely changed. Yeah. It, yeah, I guess so. But then it also depends. Like you guys point out, we know we don't see his face, his face as Peter Parker, yeah. like in the Spider-Man suit. So I feel like you know. The one thing he's going to have to do is to continue trying to be normal on purpose to kind of blend in. Because I think he's going to try to protect his identity. And, you know, I mean, the fact that Peter Parker's face is there, you know, they could swing it any which way. Talos Nick or Talos Fury could just kind of throw in some kind of like change to the story. You know, I mean, what if they put him in, in the suit, like dressed up with like a different face and then Peter's there and then they just have him like remove his mask it's like well clearly it's can't true yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah they've they've yeah. shanked very weak very weak don't do that but. yeah that's my thing because then it, is that how we're gonna go is spider-man 3 gonna be oh at the end of the day he is secret identity i, I just think it's a waste of a movie oh, yeah. now and definitely yeah no, I'm, oh, yeah, yeah, i know yeah. i i really yeah because on one hand if they revert it all and they goes back it's kind of lazy and like why would they even reveal it in the first it's like place the yeah, thing all over yeah again, exactly yeah. but on the other hand 
if his life is just never the same, I feel like I won't ever get the Peter Parker that, or the Peter Parker Spider-Man, like, I'm just going to call them two different individuals because for me, I feel like Tom Holland is just such a perfect Peter Parker as mm-hmm. well as Spider-Man. Whereas like if you compare it to like Tobey Maguire, I feel like he was a really good Peter Parker, but Spider-Man, I'm not the biggest not fan so of. Yeah, <laughs> no, his, his quips weren't the best. I'm but the like, sheriff and down. <laughs> That's a to, line from Spider-Man but, 3. But Tom Holland is just so perfect. Spider-Man and 3. <laughs> since everyone knows his identity, if he does become the new Tony Stark, if he does become the new leader of the event or like whatever it is, it's just, I am worried that it, I won't ever get what I've grown to love of this character, but I could totally be, I don't know, changed. I, multiverse. multiverse. He, he can go to a universe that doesn't know I'm, I'm going to say Spider-Verse. Miles can come to this one. I'm going to say Spider-Verse, yeah. That's what Spider-verse. I'm saying now we will see multiverse, you know, 100%. I think we'll see it in the MCU at some point. Um, <laughs> well, that's a pretty <laughs> that's safe That's a pretty call. bold claim. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, pretty safe um, But I, I, at this point, I think, you know, I don't feel any disappointment <laughs> in the MCU. You know, they've, they've done such a great job with their movies. And Oh, really? Justin Hammer? Great character? Justin Hammer. They've done a great job with their movies. I don't say, I'm don't. i not oh, saying every movie okay. is perfect okay. because, like, with the qualities that they choose to put in these movies. Like, <laughs> the characters. They choose. Um, you know, but <laughs> Dark I think, World uh, is going to be a shit movie because then it will get it people all hyped comes back to Dark World. It all comes back to an endgame. It all comes back to Dark World. I thought about the multiverse if they went to multiverse, grabbed Toby, and then threw him in the Spider-Man suit and framed him and they just lock poor toby up in this universe <laughs> puppy dog eyes i yeah. i think it's it. somehow they're going to you know they did this for a reason there's a bug on the tim hortons box uh they did this for a reason and uh i have no doubt that everything will be uh everything will be fine i 100 percent think that they're going to weave this into a larger story that will you know justify the direction they're heading because already you know foggy he's got that 10-year plan i think he's looking at but he's got the plan that's set. where i always push against that's why i feel like these feel so different because this one's not just foggy he has to work with somebody and as i was just who do you work to with? with he has to work with all sony they don't oh, their golf Spider-Man. games right oh, yeah. right yeah and that's where it's, i don't think it's as bad but even referring to like Perlmutter and like oh you can't have a female villain there could be stuff like that even stuff right now when they're like oh we want Venom in there and Foggy's like well it's up to Sony if they want to do that and I just feel like he'll be sitting there like fuck uh, me like yeah. I don't want to be doing this so that's the thing where and you say they're going to follow up they didn't follow up on Aunt May at all, so that's why I don't have faith that they're going to follow. No, but sometimes they're five going, in the you movie, go for like, the larger, was lying. They're going for the larger story, though. That's what they're they're aiming for. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I mean, if, we'll they, if those posters are anything to go off of for Sony, I mean, it's not looking too good. But <laughs> I feel like um, I feel like Feige and Sony, you know. They're they're going and they're playing. Maybe they're not playing golf right now. Maybe they're playing uh, bocce, doing some uh, yeah, skeet ball. Bocce. You know, I think they're gonna dish it out. They're gonna hash it out, and they're gonna collectively come on to something really really good. I think the next Spider-Man is gonna be a great you know um, end to that trilogy. If we are getting the nine films, I think it'll be a great end to his kind of little trilogy in high school and what they were going for. I also do want to shout out. Is very sad to have our first MCU movie with no Stanley. Yeah, it. that was. I was gonna very, shout very that sad. too. Yeah. It was a bu- big bummer. Yeah. So my theory for Spider-Man three is so we got Jonah around. Dylan, you're probably not gonna remember this because it was like season one of Spider-Man the animated series, but this is from the comics as well. Scorpion's origin story is Jonah decides he's gonna take down Spider-Man himself, so he funds a project with little Matt Gargan to become the Scorpion. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of funny that we have Matt Gargan set up in the first one. It's true. And Jonah is back. And I think if they want to do their we are our own Jonah. 
that'd be the way of making him a bit more villainous. And I also think if he goes, oh, I need someone to help fund this, I think that's where we could get Norman Osborn in there. So that is my hard prediction that I don't think Scorpion would be the main villain because I just that I don't think with that. I think that he's a good actor. He's from uh, Better Call Saul. He's a talented guy, but I just don't think he's a big enough star. I think, and that's why you almost surprised you could have got Sinister Six here because it could have been, oh, the New York government or whatever they want to put together a team to take down mm-hmm. Spider Man. We're going to use these people, but I think there's a good chance that now that there's Jonah back and we have Scorpion set up, Scorpion will be in the movie, and I think he could be Norman Osborn will be helping him. Like, oh yeah, I'm just doing this for the public, but I think uh, there's a chance because we said Scorpion should be in the Sinister Six, but you have to set him up somehow. And mm-hmm. his origin story is literally Jonah pays for an operation to make him Scorpion. And now the public will want Spider-Man's head. I don't know. Seems that that's that's my bold. This prediction. is this is Feige. I'm telling you. You know, he's got a plan. He's going for it. And he's he everything. Just trusting. You know, MCU. They they know what they're doing. I, I trust in Feige. I don't fully trust Sony. Sony. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah I trust Feige. But it's <laughs> because a, you trust him doesn't mean you have to love everything he does, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, at least that's just, how I look. You, didn't I, love you can do whatever Hammer. you want. You didn't I love trust, Justin Hammer. Well, I like the movie, but, but I didn't, didn't like. like I didn't like the character. And that's but Feige's favorite character. <laughs> that's no. Feige. Wasn't that pre-Feige? Didn't Feige nope. come in after Iron Man? 2? No, he started Iron. Don't revision his history. He started Iron Man one. Get off your horse! Over I, there. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't have anything to do with Iron Man two. Going and back with the Hammer. time stone here. Um, no, <laughs> I. I think. Uh, I like that. That's that's a very good prediction. And I also this one's not my claim, but I'll add on to because I've been seeing people throwing around. And you know, Marvel Netflix is dead, so Spider-Man might need a Peter Parker might need a lawyer. Might need a really good go. lawyer. Might need a lawyer. A lawyer. Who specifically, cannot see. And there's a great animated series episode of that as well. Oh, so being good. Slow. So that one's not mine. The ones before those were my idea, but those were around. I just saw someone tweeting it was going viral of like Spider-Man might need a lawyer. It was just him and Daredevil go like. That'd be a pretty sick way to introduce a new Matt Murdock in the MCU. I'd be because so down for that. Oh, that'd be great. Ben Affleck comes in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll take a pass on that. But yeah, that I think uh, if they're going to bring in Daredevil, that'd be the perfect way. And maybe Daredevil's the guy that believes in him. And, and that's again, I guess I'm just kind of hoping the next experiment is also more street level again. I want to be. Yeah. That's why I prefer Homecoming, just because I like New York. I like the high school setting. So, yeah. So I, I hope you're right, Taylor. Mm. The, the, I need. A, I want to say I need a good trailer, but these had good trailers, so I, I will not. Uh, these did not have good trailers. No. Well, I meant like they got me hype scene Mysterio oh, okay. and all this, Fair but I, yeah. I agree with you. But <laughs> I, I need some selling on Spider-Man 3. Still, I don't hate this yeah. movie. Just, I'm so, not, this is not my most anticipated. If we rank the anticipate, which we actually haven't done, we should do that after Comic-Con when they announce their slate, like what we're most anticipated yeah. for. This is probably like pretty at the bottom which sucks so Spider-Man's easily a top five character for me maybe it's like above Shang-Chi and it's definitely above Shang-Chi and Eternals but after that here's my here's my Spider-Man 3 pitch here's your okay. pitch okay if you guys got pitch go ahead is it related to the other Spider-Man 3 that we've seen before no this is it could the, be Venom uh, Tom Holland it. Tom Holland Spider-Man uh, I don't know what the name is yet if you guys think of a name Emily, Spider-Man Emily, going home Emily had a good one uh, Spider-Man can't go home. Spider-Man can't yeah. go home. I don't like it because I, I want them to drop the fucking home thing. I'm over this, but if they're not... Spider-Man gonna... and the homies. Uh, hey. <laughs> can't homies. go home. I thought that, was, that could Spider-Man be... Spider-Man home real. alone. Just Spider-Man home. Drop any sort of fun with it. Just home. So, oh, now... The, pitch. Here it's he goes. A, Yeah, it's it's kicking off. You know, it's dark. It's a dark, uh, dark oh, tone. This is Spider-Man 3 again. <laughs> yeah. um, but then you hear Asteroid. like... You Does he play narration. the piano in this movie? <laughs> Tom Hardy comes up. Hey, guys. You hear narrations. Peter talking. He's like, everything changed, you know, uh, when when Mysterio attacked. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, hey, so then it, 
it right now? It, uh, it, uh, the scene sets. It's New York. He's swinging through, and all of a sudden, you see explosions behind him, and you know something's going on. And then underneath on street level, you see fucking Ghost Rider bike coming along no, underneath him. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hear me out. Hear me That's out. Hear me out. No. Hear me out. You see Ghost Rider bike coming along, and you think, okay, is Ghost Rider taking taking him down? But it's 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 Robbie Ray, Ray's Robbie Ray's Robbie Reyes. He doesn't Reyes. have a bike. Oh, get he's fun. got a horse. In this, though, he does. No, he doesn't. He, he didn't get snapped. He didn't. Like hear me out. Hear me out. This Everyone's is the pitch. This is the pitch. He didn't get snapped, so he spent the time going from upgrading from his car to the bike over the five-year period. And everyone <laughs> thinks that he, everyone so. thinks that he's Lost taking down. Uh, he's taking down Peter. But it's not, and this leads into the Spider-Man game where Peter gets a Ghost Rider suit. Uh, not gonna happen. Who's the villain of your movie? You didn't give us that. The villain? Oh, it's Scorpion. <laughs> oh, okay. You like that part of my pitch? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. good. Fair enough. No, I, I really like your prediction, though. I, I just feel well, like whose prediction? Just for the listeners? Oh yeah. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me, <laughs> Travis Snell over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's just especially since they have uh, all the pieces there, right? They got mm. J. They got JJ in there. J- I should, probably shouldn't say J-J-J. that. JJJ. They, they got JJ Abrams in yeah. there now. He should play <laughs> Ghost Rider. <laughs> yes. I'm down. Oh, no. I'm not. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> um, but no, you got you got uh, Jameson. You got Matt Gargan. It just... I don't know. Especially last time I saw that was in, I think, like the PS1 game. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it'd just be... I don't know. I, I really like those characters. So it'd be a cool dynamic. Especially since... Oh, you got me excited to do that Daredevil thought that'd be good that'd yeah. be so we want the fishbowl i want the tail now i want i want the scorpion mm-hmm. tail you know dylan you got any you got a ghost no. rider pitch definitely not related to ghost rider <laughs> as a guy who's not a big fan of ghost rider the character you can promise me you're i'm a fan that you're a fan of ghost rider yeah, yeah me too yeah. Much. We, i think tune in to our july 19th stream because uh ghost rider is in that game so. i hope we oh, i don't want to unlock him before i want to unlock him while Tay is there on stream that's the dream i want that reaction. that's the goal yeah, yeah i think it's a few levels in so yeah i i don't know i I don't really think I have a prediction so much. I would not be totally shocked, actually, if they did uh, some sort of multiverse where we do get, like, Miles or Spider-Gwen in- <clears throat> instead of Peter as, like, the main the main character, and then Peter either dies or is just kind of chilling with the Avengers for his stuff. Or, or in jail. Maybe in jail, or he goes to some other dimension. But I was just thinking about, like, yeah, the fun dynamics of, like, Norman Osborn or, mm-hmm. like, a Dr. Octopus, like... I don't know. Are we going to get like those dynamics? It's like hard to envision no. them in the same way. I don't think the dog kind of disappointing one. for me. No. So. I, yeah, I don't think Norman either. I think we'll get a whole type of different Norman. Yeah, the more I think about like what they did here, actually, the more I dislike it. So that kind of sucks. But yeah. I, I'm not like I don't, I'm not. I haven't lost faith by any means because I still enjoyed this movie a lot. So I guess. They're, they just set up, like, for a, a few different things, right? Like, the scrolls thing is, like, one whole can of worms. And they also cracked this one open. So, I don't know. There's a lot that could happen in, in the next movie. and There's a chance that he's not even in the MCU in two years. We don't even know that, Yeah, right? exactly, right? Like, he could just disappear <laughs> off the face of the Earth. So. And then we'll get that Spider-Man Venom crawl. I hope that's also not it. They bring Venom in to, like, help him out with the crime. I don't need... Tom Hardy looking for tater tots with him and everything like that. So tater tots, he eats yeah. those. Remember that in the oh yeah, he movie? sure does. He just eats them frozen as he pops out of the aquarium or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Anything else to say on a uh, future Spider-Man? We're getting to our last thoughts, ratings. Yeah. I will give this a seven. I think I I would listen back a few weeks ago. I gave Spider-Man: Homecoming an eight. I would drop that down to a seven as well because uh, I remember when I watched it, it was just like, man, this is so much better than Amazing Spider-Man 2. I'm happy. But more as a direction as I rewatched it. And again, I still like these movies. These are still good quality comic movies. I had an entertaining time. 
I will be excited when Spider-Man 3 rolls around, Spider-Man, whatever, like Dylan said, Spider-Man Home comes. Uh, home comes. Oh, that, that, home there we go. Home comes. <laughs> that sets up the porn world for so many good titles. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, like I said, it's that mid-lower tier. It's just strange to me that in these past two years, I never thought I would like a Captain Marvel and Ant-Man the Wasp movie more than these Spider-Man movies, and that's the case. So, And I guess I'm not that mad because uh, they did Mysterio perfect, and we got Spider-Verse. I know that's also Sony, so it's a strange thing. They had a weird, they're like a weird mistress. You know, they give me Venom, but then they give me Spider-Verse, then they give me this. So who knows? But um, so that kind of softens the blow because we have that. I'm going to rewatch that a bunch, and uh, they're making a sequel to that. So like I said, I've just kind of assumed that I'm going to like these movies, I'm going to like things in them, but they're maybe just not for me and what I like. If you like that, that's great. That's awesome. I'm sure there's many things. It's kind of like the Batman and BVS, right? If you like that take, that's great for me. It's just not my favorite. So uh, luckily, that's getting rebooted. This, I think that's the other problem. If this wasn't the main continuity, I'd be mm-hmm. fine. It's like when we talk about Joker, that's just going to be a one movie off, and if it sucks... It never happened where this yeah. is this is Spider-Man in the MCU. And now with two films kind of like this, it's just I feel like that's the way we're going to be going. So, yeah, a seven out of ten. Enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I loved some stuff. The Mysterio stuff was phenomenal, especially those trippy scenes we talked about. But, uh, yeah, I need some selling on that next one. I need some uh, I need some good tidbits to get me going. Mm-hmm. Um, as for myself, this one, uh, yeah, it falls. I, I, you know, after one watch, it's hard to say. And I'll definitely watch this movie a few more times. But. Like, as of right now, it falls pretty much right in line with Homecoming, which is kind of not what I was hoping for, because Homecoming's a good movie, don't get me wrong, but it's, I feel like it's it's just fine, like, it's it, it doesn't blow me away, and it's a movie that's not terribly rewatchable, which sucks for a character I like so much, so I, I guess I was just hoping for this one to be, like, way above that, especially, like, the quality of Marvel has just been on, so on point lately, so oh, yeah. I was kind of hoping for something a little bit more, um, but I think going into this, what I really, really wanted above all else was... A good Mysterio, and I got that. So I'm very satisfied. At the end of the day, I like I had a couple little problems with the character, but for the most part, I was just it was what I wanted from this character on the big screen. So I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, but I think along the way, I, there was just a bunch of things that I didn't really consider, and unfortunately, those things weren't done so well. Just with like pretty much all of the side characters, or not all of them, but a few of the side ones at least. Um, but there's also, as we just talked about, like, I don't know, a lot of looking forward with this movie as well at the, toward the end with the end credit scene, even just the last scene. So, I don't know. I'm very curious to see what they're doing with Spider-Man at this point. I'm not, I'm not definitely not at the point where I'm worried by any means because I still really enjoyed this movie. And I, I trust in, in Marvel to make a high quality movie because they have been doing that pretty consistently lately. But, yeah, overall, like for a character I love so much, a little, little let down, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely fair. Um... Yeah, this movie was interesting because, like Dylan, I really needed a good Mysterio. If they would have butchered that character for the first time I seen him on like a live action screen, it would have just been so disheartening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, that fortunately was not the case. We he totally delivered. Um, the look of him, just the whole play on just like tricking people. Like I just loved everything that they did with that character, and just I I, I just felt so good and. Exactly like Travis said, like this might not be the most top quality like movie out there, but mm-hmm. I'm totally rewatching this mainly for like Mysterio and like like the the trippy scene. Like those were just so good and I, I just feel like it carried the movie, whereas like some of those weaker those weaker spots in the film kind of brought it down. Like those really good ones kinda of lifted it up for me. Mm-hmm. So, um and then 
honestly just seeing like jk simmons in this movie that <laughs> yeah that honestly like jots it up a whole point for me like that was just it's so true. absolutely phenomenal getting to see him in there and uh the stuff they did with mj and peter i just love their dynamic and really grown to like that that interpretation of mj and then mm-hmm. we've already mentioned it. tom holland's perfect spider-man like i'm not gonna sugarcoat it anymore mm-hmm. it's just like yeah I, I just absolutely love it so um i was originally gonna give this one an actual nine an actual nine an actual nine honestly like jk simmons in there like brings it up so much more and the mysterio is super high there is some nitpick stuff but honestly i'm gonna drop it right back down to an eight a full oh, point snap. I thought because you were going up to a 10 because oh, total snap. mind fuck there yeah. honestly that whole point us, like, that whole point that what i'm losing is because of the mj reveal in the trailer like that actually that actually kill like a lot of hype for this yeah. movie for me and like i'm i'm still upset about it like honestly like it's okay i'm getting triggered but yeah don't worry it's 10. three they'll reveal something else as well <laughs> oh god i hope you'll not. forget all about this, i should just yeah. forget i should just not watch the trailer i'm for surprised the they one. didn't put fucking jonah in the trailers you know like, <laughs> yeah sony seriously. man like oh you guys put up some good stuff but not the best marketing no taylor take us home with i i feel like i know what your score is gonna be but really what is it I feel like you're dropping a 10 on this one. You've defended it pretty hard for points. You know. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. he's clinching his jaw. He's trying mm-hmm. to hide. Oh, and, when, <laughs> and when Kirk was up Kirk and a nine, knows. you can go back on the replay. He was like, yeah. <laughs> and then when he said an eight, he just turned away. Like. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I love this movie. I, I'm going to get my tickets again, probably today to see it again. Like, I... You're gonna go see it today, or you're gonna get your no. I'll get my tickets to see <laughs> right, okay. right now. I won't do double back to back. Um, no, it was just it was such an overall just an awesome movie. I really really enjoyed you know Peter. I really enjoyed Mysterio so much. You know, J.K. Simmons at the end was great. Like I loved everything they were doing. I was just so on board with you know the identity crisis thing. You know, it didn't really bother me that much because I feel at this point. Like I said before, I feel like, oh, everyone just knows who he is. I'm just kind of rolling the rolling with it, you know. I, I like that he... I like that Spider-Man's identity is a secret. Don't get me wrong. That's why I really like, you know, the Tobey Maguire movies and stuff like that. But um, in the end, I, I like that MJ knows. I think it'll be kind of cool. I like the kind of, like, team-up, like, you know, backup kind of vibe I was getting from her from the movie. I thought it was fantastic. But mm-hmm. this movie did so much good stuff. And I feel like it's heading down into a direction that I'm super excited for. This easily passes Homecoming for me. And you're going to have to stay tuned to see where it lands on my Marvel ranking list. Because it's going to be pretty fucking wild. Oh, I'm so, so excited. You, did you give it a number? Sorry, you did not. Know. So you're not going to give it a number? 10 out of 10. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Told you. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you like this review, Taylor, where can they find us? With your internet connection and your data, because we're data worthy, you can find us on the internet with in the search bar, Geek First Space Podcast. You can find tons of awesome stuff. Uh, yeah, there's literally so much cool stuff Ton of to check content. out. Mm-hmm. Lots of Spidey stuff. Mm-hmm. It's great. And more coming. Yeah, we got lots of reviews. Just subscribe everywhere, whether you want the video or audio feed. Just go to the description of this podcast and you got everything and where we are. So thank you very much for tuning in this review. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed the movie. And until next time, it will not be boring. And uh, what will we catch them on, Dylan? What's that? What will we catch them uh, on, I Dylan? think we'll catch you on the very specific web. Catch yeah, you on the we'll web. Get you Spidey-Man. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. You guys know Radio Black Dahlia murder? No. Yeah. You do? Of course Spider-Man. Spider-Man.
radioactive spider blood, spider blood, spider, spider blood, radioactive spider blood.